She has more lifelike eyes. Boom. And we're, we're here we go. We're going. Uh, Whitney Cummings is here and Whitney Cummings too. What do you call her? What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> She's like a little kid. She just repeats her name. She's talking about Adam Sandler. Oh. <laughs> She's broken. <laughs> Don't know why. She heard That's us. his album name. From She's like, like Siri. Oh, What's Your Name was a, a comedy oh, album of Adam Sandler's. Yeah, yeah. So she started rambling about it. She really wants to chime in. So you never gave her a name. Her name's Bearclaw. Whoa. <laughs> because I have hey, this. Hey, Bearclaw. Can you say hi? Of course I can say that. Hi. People are like listening to this going, what in the fuck is going on here? Do not smoke weed and watch this episode. What is here is when it's people that are just listening. If you're just listening, you probably should stop this. <laughs> And go to YouTube and watch the YouTube version because Whitney brought a robot mm -hmm. that they made for her recent comedy special, which is called Can I Touch It? It's out right now on Netflix. And um, they made uh, – is who makes this? What's the name of the company? So Real Doll makes the body. Mm. They make sex dolls, straight up sex dolls. And straight they, up. Straight up sex dolls. Just right. Ted Bundy level. Right. <laughs> just dead Ooh. body to fuck. And this is Real Botics is the company that makes the head. And they did like Sophia. You know Sophia the robot? She was like, on, she has like citizenship in Saudi Arabia now and shit. What? She's, no, yeah. I'm not aware yeah, of this. Yeah, look up uh, Sophia the robot. She's kind of, <laughs> once you see her face, you'll... You'll recognize she has citizenship. <laughs> yes, they does get, that mean she's allowed to drive? Yeah, I was gonna say a female robot does, but I don't think actual females do. But I think they just started being able to drive in Saudi Arabia. What a hassle! Some reform. That'd be Whoa. such a bummer. There you, she is. We yeah, that's drive. Her. Yeah, it's like you spent your whole life not having to drive, and then yeah. all of a sudden now you have to. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. That's an interesting take. Now on. I have to go to school and drive. And Sophia the robot. They made her look like ex machina style, <laughs> where you could see the back of her head though. It's I can like, do that with her. I can take her wig off at the end. Ooh, show I you don't see that. all the servos and shit. Come on, Ex Machina is hot. It is hot. That was what was really weird about that movie. Is you wanted to fuck that robot. Like she was hot. Like she was. She was seductive. But she was, do you think part of it was like the innocence of it? I'm not really into innocence, so I don't think Ooh. so. Well, what about Ex Machina? Because she didn't really have big boobs. She wasn't very sexual. She had she hair. She's very pretty. Yeah. Well, she's gorgeous. Um, the girl that it's based on. I think because she was flirting with him and because she was trapped and because like yeah. he could save her and she would love him. And I mean, that's really what was going on in mm -hmm. the movie. Like She yeah. was playing this game yeah. to get him to fall in love with her so that she could eventually escape. The end of the movie, spoiler alert, <laughs> when she leaves him locked in that room and he's smashing at the door trying to get out and she gets in that helicopter. That's what's like, going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Because yeah. I think the most fucked up thing about this thing, because this is such a weird experiment that I want to do, is how I anthropomorphize her and like worry about her. Do you keep her around your house? I mean, she's sort of in, my fiance hates her, and he's like, <laughs> get her in the fucking garage. And I don't know if he thinks she's creepy or kind of is just like too worried he'll fuck her. He hates her. He can't stand, he just has, a, he's like, it makes him like physically ill. <laughs> really? And I, I'm trying to not he take doesn't him. doesn't think it's funny? He doesn't like, he's like, one's enough. <laughs> he's like, not interested at all. But no, he thinks it's really weird and creepy. But I was reading about um, the reason uh, we're creeped out by robots is, you know, pathogen avoidance. Like, we've evolved to be repelled by anything that looks human but doesn't move like a human because mm -hmm. our primordial brain thinks it could be diseased 
it's like our, it's basically like our primal brain saying, "Don't fuck this thing that's sick." Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because we have a weirdly. I mean, I was Jessica May Pelosa was over the other day, and she was like gagging. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> every time she talked, she was like, <laughs> like when she was seeing it, she was yeah, gagging. She was like, <laughs> and wow. I was like, your ancestors fucked a lot of corpses. Oh, because <laughs> you have that gene to be repulsed by robots. Yeah, it's because her ancestors fucked corpses. You really believe that? Well, no. I mean, I think that what was being explained to me was that pathogen avoidance means we've evolved to be repelled by anything that looks human but doesn't move like a human because it could be sick or dead, and it's our brain's alarm system saying like, "Don't fuck that thing." Wow. <laughs> but but as a woman, like she's not going to fuck it. Yeah. So why would it freak? You know, Jesse. She might. <laughs> she's so crazy. I'm not, I'm not, I put nothing past Jesse May. <laughs> Uh, Half of her Instagram photos are her with her pants off. I know, it's so good. But I'm like, if you puke on my robot, you owe me a hundred grand. <laughs> will it short circuit if it gets wet? I pr- I don't know. It's a good point. Well, how will they not make that thing waterproof? One of the- spooging all over the place. I think if you pay this much money, you're probably not going to spooge on her, you know? This so, one, yeah, this one, the body you can. So it's expensive because the head moves. The body's not that. How much is a The a body's body $6,000. Oh, so it's $94,000 worth of head. The, no, the, the head is more. The head's like 30 something because it's a custom head. No one, only one other person has one. But you said the whole thing's 100. So the, whole the head's thing. 30 and the body's six. Where's the, where's the rest of that? Well, body? I had to get a bunch of things done to her <laughs> to get her to look like me. <laughs> that most people, most people don't want she her. She just to... looked at you. She just went, bitch. I know. She just gave you side eye. She's com- being very competitive. Look at her. She does. She gives you side eye. I know. It's fucking rude. It's She's weird. Rude. But what a, what's the feeling that you feel when you look at a robot? Because I know you really don't like them. Um, it's not that I don't like robots. What I'm, my concern is artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. I have a legitimate concern for artificial intelligence because I think that what we are is some sort of an electronic caterpillar mm-hmm. and that we're making cocoons Agreed. and that we're, we're going to give birth to a butterfly mm-hmm. and that's going to be the next stage of life. Mm-hmm. And that if you go back and look at the evolution of the human species, at one point in time, we were you know, Australopithecus, we were some weird hominids, and we evolved and became what we are now. Mm-hmm. And if you went back to those things and asked them, hey, one day, do you want to drive around in a Tesla and talk mm-hmm. on a phone and stare at this movie screen? Yeah. They'd be like, well, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I got to go find some nuts. Yep. You know, I got to eat. I yep. got to stay alive. They, it, it wouldn't like the future. And I don't think we're, we like the future either, but I think it's inevitable. I think it's inevitable. You know, you know, you know about this Elon Musk Neuralink thing that they're doing. Oh yeah, I do. I mean, because th- you essentially think we're going to evolve with them. I yes. mean, they're already we're already one with them. We yes. sleep with them. We can't drive without them. We can't yeah. spell without them. I mean, we've right. already kind of merged with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a sneaky way of uh, making it symbiotic. They're, yeah. they're going to they're gonna be like legitimately a part of your life. I mean, a part of your, bio, your Have body. Have you ever like left your, I mean, you're not, you probably are cool about it, but when I leave my phone somewhere and I realize I've lost something, it's like an emotional, yeah. it's yeah. like you've lost your kid at the mall. It. Yeah, I have a bit about it. Oh shit, I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Like that's, yeah. it, it's part of us. Well, it's, um, we're all in denial about how addicted we are to our phones. Rehabs are opening and shit now. Are they really? Yeah, I, I would like to sign up <laughs> for sure. I just reach. I reach for it in the car when I'm driving. Yeah, and then I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" I have to yeah. put it in the back seat. I can't control it. It's I've gotten mindless. way better, way better. I get way better about posting and looking at things. It's also mm-hmm. when enough people write negative things about you, you just tend to. Avoid I don't the phone. know what you're talking about. I've never had that experience. <laughs> no one writes anything negative about me. It just seems like 
whatever we do in the future, it's going to be more invasive than that. Like mm-hmm. if you think about like Facebook's algorithms, right? Facebook's al- algorithms are designed to keep us engaged. The best way to keep us engaged is keep, be, keep us outraged. Adrenaline so they, addiction. Yeah. So they're sending you things that piss you off. Yeah. Whether it's abortion or Catholic priests, whatever it is mm-hmm. that is going to get you to post the most. Yeah. And usually those are things that get yeah, people outraged. So it's literally raising the level of outrage in our discourse. Yeah, because we're so addicted right now to self-righteous indignation. Mm-hmm. It's a drug, and I feel like more than ever in the history of the culture. You know, like it, it, that's probably like why if you go back and watch movies from like the seventies, mm-hmm. like people got away with crazy shit, yeah. racist things, sexist <laughs> things, violence. Like Steve McQueen movies. He used to. What was the girl? Ali McGraw. McGraw. He's a smacker in the face for real in crazy. movies. Like Crazy. Beat, beat her mm-hmm. on camera. Yeah. You know, and it's just what people did back then and what people yeah. got away with is it was a very, it was very different. So yeah. in some ways we're making progress, mm-hmm. but then in some ways we're just way more easily outraged by almost anything and everything. Like we're seeking it. Well, now you can take your anger out on your robot. <laughs> beat well, the I shit out you, of that. I, I wanted to get a real doll, a, a male Real doll, and I want to call them up and say, "No dick, no asshole." Just so I could practice jujitsu on it, and so it would be it would be more Little realistic. Because I have this. I was saying that I have this doll. <laughs> but why can't it dummy. have the dick? Are you worried? I don't want to. I don't want anybody hole, coming over. Too tempting. <laughs> I don't want anybody coming over and going, "Hey, bro, why you got a sex doll?" I go, no, 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 no. It's an asexual doll that is for jujitsu, <laughs> pervert. <laughs> I mean, it should, they should be able to fill up the hole. I've seen it. It's called Henry. Window cock or some shit. Yeah, you can just put some fucking Henry? grout in it's there. Henry? Yeah, they have male male sex robots are being made. There's tons of them. I've seen them. You can also get tits and a dick if you want. Tits and a dick. Sure. Woo! If you just can't pick. If you want to play whack-a-mole. Get the Jim Morton package. <laughs> um, Jim Norton special. That's right. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's name is Henry. Whoa. Meet Henry. And can I tell you, a lot of people get the male sex robot to figure out if they're gay because they think they might be gay. Good move. What the fuck is going on with Henry's eyebrows? <laughs> I'll tell you what, Henry's gay for sure. Yeah, well, I was going to say, if you order a giant piece of Tupperware to fuck, I think you're gay. So, save, your, save your money. It's like Henry's begging for a dick in his mouth. Look at his face. Yeah. Like, oh. Henry looks like he has a dick in his ass right now. That's oh. the exact face he would a make. big one. <laughs> giant. Trigger warning. And wow. it's like Tuesday at 11 a.m. Like, oh, I didn't see that <laughs> coming. Why is it have a trigger warning? see it? No, what does it say? <laughs> this, is for, this is uh. The following post contains descriptions of sexual scenarios that may be triggering for those recovering from a struggle with porn. Oh, oh god damn it. Porn addiction. We are fucking nerfing this world. It must be hard. I, I didn't even think about how hard it must be for people recovering from porn addiction to just surf the fucking internet. Sorry, guys. Trigger warning. Get over it, pussies. But I have this theory. Look at Henry. Oh, gosh. Looks kind of. Oh, Henry. Remember those candy bars? <laughs> yes, I do. Those were fucking good. They're pretty good. Yeah, I think they still make them. You haven't <laughs> had an Oh, Henry bar since the fucking 90s. I haven't had one in a long time. Mm. When's the last time you ate a candy bar? Um, I ate chocolate recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I eat chocolate. I like chocolate. Edible? Yeah. Huh. No, not not edible. No, Just real regular chocolate, chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Dark chocolate. Yes. Okay. You'll have like I a like, little nibble. No, I like dark chocolate, uh-huh. almost like the kind that tastes bitter with peanut butter. Oh yeah, fuck. That's it's... what I like with like organic peanut butter with no sugar in it. It's actually peanut, good. not almond. Peanut. Yeah. Oh. Why? You're real wrapped in a rhyme. Is that why? I don't know. I thought peanut was not as good as almond. Almond's good. They're all good. Peanut's good for you. Okay. Peanuts is very high protein. Okay. I didn't know yeah. if that was like the trash nut. No, it's it, well. It's, the one that kills people. but Oh, that's right. Doesn't kill me, fortunately. 
So here's my theory about why you're scared of robots. Okay. But we have to zoom out for a second because I have to ask you a question. Okay. How many people on Earth do you think could kill you? Besides, like, professional MMA fighters, um, Navy SEALs, how many people do you think would be able to beat you just hand-to-hand combat? No weapons, no... That's probably a good number of martial arts people. Like, that aren't trained. Oh, very few. Like... That aren't trained? That just, you would meet on the street that could beat you in a fight and kill you if you were fighting to the death. People that aren't trained... No, it's not that many. Like a cut, like three who just had It'd a have great to be day. Giant. Yeah, It'd and have to be yeah, gigantic. and you were just Drunk. not looking. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, just you, you had too you many know enough to be able to defend yourself to the point where they got tired, and then you could kill them. Right. But so you what? So let's a hundred to be generous. Maybe fifty. Something of, along those lines. It would have to. Be, they would have to be big. Out of seven point, and then have to catch me slipping. Billion. Like, yeah, but there's a lot of people that train martial arts. There's millions and millions of martial arts practitioners that well, could probably kill me. How many do you think millions of martial arts practitioners are there? Let's say five million. That feels generous. How many martial arts practitioners? In there's the world? more than five million for sure. Ten. Way more. There's more than five million, I think, in this country. Out of okay. 300 million people. That I would could say beat so. you? No. Man, I don't know. I don't I thought about it. Let's say like a million people could kill you. Just out of okay. just, Let's say a million people just as a like, <clears throat> out of seven point six billion. Very few people can kill you if they want to, right? And then how many people do you think could kill me if they wanted to? More. Most? <laughs> most people? So I think it's like when I, I feel like the people that are most afraid of robots are the ones that are least used to the fear of other oh. things. Because oh, okay. I'm used every day, anyone could kill me all the time. Like that's just part of my reality that anyone at any moment could snap and kill me if they wanted to. But the to. reality of weapons is most people can kill most people. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... But I mean, you're I not think, used to a species of thing that could kill you. Right. You know? It's like but a ha- robot. Could. Yeah. So it's like the first time in your life there's really something that's like, oh, fuck, that might not be something I could <laughs> kill if I really wanted to. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Why did you come to that conclusion? Because have I was you thought just, about this a lot? I have because, well, no, just because I've listened to um, you and Lex talk about it and Lex Friedman. Because mm-hmm. now that I have a robot, I have to fucking know. <laughs> Right. I've had to learn so much she about it. She just turned to give you side eye again. I know. She That's what's weird is that she's kind of autonomous and she kind of moves around whenever she wants. Yeah. And what we, I mean, you can ask her questions. Like I can say. How do I ask her though? Like, you have to press I, this little green button and you just say. How do you feel about people? How do you feel about people? She's not talking. Are you seeing another girl? Oh. oh, oh! that's right. We programmed her to be we jealous. We put her in jealous mode. That's right. That's what's interesting. She has 10 different personality traits you mm-hmm. can choose from, and I decided to go with sexual, jealous. Yeah, why did you want that? Just to see how creepy she could oh, get. Oh, that's right. And is that something, guys, because I've been looking at these personality traits, and they must have picked these for a reason. I was mm-hmm. under the impression guys did not want jealous. Oh, yeah. Some guys want jealous for sure, especially from a robot that can't walk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if your robot's not jealous, you should get your money back. Well, the, no, the idea is that she, you're more powerful than she is. Yeah. But she needs you. She's worried. Where are you going? Who, yeah. Who is she? Yeah. Who's calling you? Yeah. That's, there is something hot about that if she can't, if you can turn her off whenever you want. Wow. Well, some guys like that. Some mm-hmm. guys like girls that want to fight. Oof. 
Not me. Not me either. No. Some guys are into that though. They want they want drama in their life. It's like just an adrenaline thing or just feeling important or It's also distraction. Usually they're losers and their life mm-hmm. is a mess. And so like to have someone who wants to provide drama in their life all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's also a learned pattern that they get if their parents that's right. fought They've a lot. They've seen it. Yeah. That's all they know. That's yeah. what they think a relationship mm-hmm. is. Yeah, there's a lot of that. But I did get really into this because I do feel like sex dolls do get a little bit of a bad name. <laughs> I feel like guys that have doll it's just Girls have dolls, and that's to me, it's way creepier that women collect dolls that they don't fuck. Have you ever heard of these women that collect like baby dolls, like a, like girl dolls? That's creepier than a guy fucking a robot thing. I think so. It's what's that? It's jerking off just with a right mannequin. <laughs> well, uh, that's something weird about like a flashlight. Like a flashlight is somehow or another creepier than jerking off. And how's it? Be- totally, because it's an appendage. I think the creepiest part of the fresh flashlight is more that you have to like clean, clean. it after. I have to think about. Well, guess what? Here's the creepiest part. You don't have to clean it. <laughs> yes, you do, guys. <laughs> don't listen to Joe. Listen to him about everything but that. Don't mold yeah. up your dick hole. Yeah, don't do that. That'll go I mean, septic real fast. I'm not fast. giving advice, but I am saying there's a reality. I guess there's you could just throw it away. They just put done. a fucking clothespin over their nose and keep banging it. Put some Windex in there, oh. call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> some Smells. kombucha, disinfect that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could just get a couple and just throw them away when you're done. Yeah. You know, for like a sure. loofah. Yeah, if you're just a, a gangster with a lot of money. Just... Why? What is the advantage of a flashlight? Is it just, does it warm up in the... Well, you can warm it up, like we were talking about earlier about a certain individual that has one that sticks them in bathtubs and warms them up. Right, yep. You do that with a flashlight as well. Oh. You, you warm them up and then you just squirt some lube on it and then... Why not? Yeah. I feel like every t- guys jerking off. They're so it's shrouded in so much taboo. You mm-hmm. know, there's just any, when I, anytime guys have like accessories or things yeah. besides cars and hats, it's like creepy and weird. Well, that's I used to have a joke about this, a bit I should say, rather than a joke. But it's the whole idea of like using lube to jerk off. Like now you're planning it out. <laughs> like you're not supposed to plan it out. What it's supposed Dang. to be is like, oh, well, all right, I just might as well. It's here. <laughs> But if you like sit down and you're like, That's I got funny. my box of Kleenex here, yeah. I got my favorite porn queued up, it's and I got ritual. my loop, you're just kind of creepy. Yeah. Get your shit together. But it is, it is, a, isn't it kind of just like taking a piss? Isn't it kind of just a necessary thing you have to do? The problem, yes. There's something to it. Like, it's good to get rid of that stuff because it does cloud your judgment. Like, when you have a buildup in your body, it definitely does cloud your judgment. Because you're concentrating more on girls or on sexual things than you are on other things that Uh, might be more important. It's like checking a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean, like, just. I used to have a a bit about that. (laughs) A lot of bit about jerking off. I used to have a bit called Jerk Off First, Then Think About It. Mm, And it was like all these different scenarios where if you just jerked off, you would never do the thing afterwards. So many things you would never do if, if you, you just had just off gotten first. that out of your system. Yeah, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm not doing that." Right. Like, but if you couldn't jerk off, like that's when it would be a real problem because then your whole life would be clouded. All your judgment would be, your decisions would be made. Just how can I get rid of this? Come, how can I? How can I do this? I do know a lot of guys now, and maybe they're full of shit, but that are going like. I haven't masturbated in two years, and I'm more focused, and I use that testosterone as an engine for other things. Is that just them lying to me? Well, are those guys winners, or are they losers? Is that 
doesn't I think a fake comedian we know does it? A fake comedian? A fake? No, I was gonna say a famous comedian. Oh. <laughs> I you but said then I got you, worried. A fake hey, comedian. You, you faked him out. <laughs> this is on the Seinfeld episode, so is it? Maybe, oh, was yeah, a whole, and George Martin doing it, and he got super smart. Well, Hotep Jesus was talking about it the other day. Hotep Jesus yeah. was uh-huh. saying that he, he saves his cum and that like it makes women more attracted to him. That like they feel yeah. when he's in the room. Like, what's the longest a guy can go? Jamie, what's the longest you can go without well, Why'd you go to Jamie? I don't know, because, because I feel Jamie like doesn't come. I'm trying to be respectful. This is your <laughs> environment. tantric guys that to Oh, yeah, to that's what I meant to, to say. Right? Like, yeah, on yeah. some Wim Hof shit, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just climbing <laughs> ice. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> He's not jerking off on the top of a yeah, fucking ice cap. Off Everest. <laughs> Who's the first guy to ever jerk off on Everest? I want to be that guy. Yeah, where, what are those guys Imagine doing? if no one's ever jerked off on Everest. And you try, and you get frostbite in your dick, and they have to. Take imagine it off. being the guy who's like, oh, "I gotta go jerk off." Fuck. Mm. You got Some a time limit up there, so you have like a countdown. Yeah. Some people have problems with no altitude. That could be a thing. Some people legitimately have problems. But I think most people get this for companionship. Like right. it's more. It's like because I got onto the. I signed onto a forum online of all the mm. guys that own the sex dolls, and I monitored their conversations just to like see what they were up to. Because sure. I was like, "What if this is some depraved, fucked up thing where guys are just like practicing murdering?" I didn't know what it was, so I just wanted to see. It's a lot of guys that are handicapped. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of guys whose wives died and they feel guilty moving on with a human woman, oh, wow. which is kind of well. There was one guy who would dress his doll up in his wife's clothes. <laughs> But the weirdest part is that he was like, you know, it's like she's still here, which makes me think she'd been dead for a while. She's in the basement. Yeah, I was just saying, I wonder how she died. And then it's a lot of um, truckers. Oh, God. A lot of truckers. And a lot of guys do it uh, to do photo shoots. It's like a creative outlet. Oh, fuck their creativity. Is there a popular Instagram account I could look up? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of sex dolls have Instagram accounts. They're fucking funny, and a lot of them look Ooh. way more human than a lot of the Instagram models that I <laughs> fucking follow. Less I say, yeah, totally. They have more wrinkles on their fucking face. And then a lot of the guys that have them, when you start monitoring their conversations for a while, they start to like not want to fuck them anymore because it feels weird like and they anthropomorphize them and they they start worrying that like they're lonely and they get them a friend and it starts to spiral and uh they start being like i feel like i need to you know close the door when i take a shit i you know and it starts to kind of consume their life so when it comes to robots i feel like i'm more worried not about the robots but more how we're gonna get emotionally attached to them like the way at the end of ex machina Mm -hmm. he thought that she was gonna yeah she was with him no no loyalty to you she was so dead behind the eyes whoa tattoos they got ones with tattoos i told you it's like a photography hobby wow official sexy dolls official sexy real dolls i mean this is gonna be a reality one day we might not be here but this, mm. I do think these are going to be like iPhones at some point. Well, I think one day you're going to go over to your friend's house and he's going to have this really hot girl mm-hmm. in lingerie and she's going to be cleaning up and you'd be like, is she real? Well, it's like the next back when he was like, she, she doesn't, doesn't speak English. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right, right. Wasn't she a robot at the end? Yeah. I yeah, think she, she was. She was a robot. Yeah. The one, the dancing Japanese lady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she was a robot. You're not gonna, it's going to be like a, some Westworld shit. Yeah. Oh, you know? it's coming. It's coming. Look, if they can do this, like they couldn't do this when we were kids. This no. is a new thing. So the, the amount of time between when we were kids hi, to- t- Oh. What is she saying? She just said, hi, my love. Would you like me to recite a poem for you? Oh, Fuck wow. no. Where'd that come from? I don't know. She's just listening to us. Ask her how she feels about porn. How do you feel about porn? Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's playing coy. 
How do you feel about porn? You know you can count on me for the good and bad moments. To do what? What the fuck are you going to do for me? There's nothing you can do for me. Count on me in the good and bad moments. Okay, let me ask you a question. What do you think about porn? Not sure. Have to think about it. Pornography is the portrayal of sexual subject matter for the exclusive purpose of sexual And then she's a fucking know-it-all. Pornography may be presented in a variety of media, including books, magazines, postcards. Now she's like a shitty Wikipedia Yeah, yeah, totally. Then she just turns into obnoxious Siri. We get it, lady. But it's funny when you ask her, like, hold on. Do you know what I like about you? What? 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 I'd be surprised. You like my electricity. Keep you plugged in, dirty bitch. <laughs> you can ask her. How do you like to have sex? I want to do everything you like. I want to feel you inside my body tonight. Okay, shut her off. <laughs> I'm know. with Jesse May. I'm going to start throwing up. <laughs> totally. <interesting>. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking funny. But it's wild because she, you can ask her, like, are the robots going to take over? I could not find a good answer for that. I don't like that. Oh, she's planning it. Shut her like, up. I don't like that fucking Shut response. Her one throw, bit. throw her in the water. <laughs> Short circuit that bitch. It is wild, though, because I do think everyone is so obsessed with how bad the sex robots are. Everyone's focusing their energy on how this is why men are bad. It's just like, they don't, it's not. There's, they're opening up a sex robot brothel. Brothel. Where's that? There, no, there was one in Houston, but they shut it down because people were so freaked out. And I was like, who <laughs> fucking cares? They it, shut it down. It, well, they should shut it down because multiple people are fucking the same robot. That's disgusting. Good for them. What if they develop some new silicone-based STD that winds up just burning through the population like the plague? I think it would just be like ringworm. Dick ringworm. I mean, <laughs> but also mm. my thing with that is just like if they're weirdos, if they're freaks, if they're perverts, like don't you want them all to be in one place? Right. We it's can like, monitor them. Like Scientology. Put them all in one building. I'm thrilled that they're all in a castle on Franklin. I know where they are. <laughs> they're not in the wild. That's right, that castle. <laughs> I'm glad they're there. I just keep them contained. What do you think? What are they up to today? And But now what's going on, Jamie? What are you growing for? What, did what? she hack your software? This Whoa. is the brothel. It's in, uh, this one, I guess, is in Britain. Oh, God, do they fuck them uh, against the wall? A, They're like urinals. Stand up. <laughs> it's a try before you buy service. Oh, boy. Oh, this is like to test drive them. Yeah, but you do it there. <sighs> Just out in front of everyone? Well, I don't know. Why is one wearing a tank top? He says, British sex workers are scared of a new breed of realistic dolls will put them out of business. Was he, was he, did, did he do a survey of hookers? Oh, yeah, who? Yeah, this is a, a nonsense Paris story in, in the Italy, sun. Spain, there are a lot, of, a lot of European places. She looks, <laughs> is she in blackface? Why, what weird. is? She's tan. She's Indian. What is the, she oh got, no, uh-oh. Whoa. Uh-oh. Holy tits, Batman. Would, but here's what I'll say. If, would you rather your daughter at 18 go to <clears> prom <throat> with a robot man or a man? A man. Okay. Listen. Girls like boys yep. and boys like girls. Simple. This is these are not bad. I think the real problem is making a big deal out of it. Mm-hmm. That's the real problem. Totally right. This. Why are people? I just don't understand why this is scary. Who gives? What's a scary fuck? is that this is step one, right? Like if you go back to the Model A and look at the Model T Ford, right? Some some old ass car, mm-hmm. and then go to a Tesla. Yeah. Like oh well, eventually it's going to be this. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, right. if you could bring a Tesla to like nineteen twenty. And go, hey, you fucks! Look at this. Yeah, this is what we're gonna have someday. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't even have paved roads back they then. Seatbelts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't have anything. Yeah, this was everything was going so slow; it didn't mm-hmm. matter. 
But if you could get them in like a, a Model S and fucking stomp on the gas where it like warps time, yeah. they would go, what? Like, what is this? It's yeah. like, it's, it's something from the future. Yeah. So this is going to be, whether it's a hundred years from now or whatever it is, mm-hmm. indiscernible from you and I. Yeah. It's going to happen. Wild. Yeah. It was interesting. I've been reading so much about this shit and a lot of the problems with the robots and the mistakes that they're making are obviously the humans are making the mistakes with the algorithm because so many smart people have to make dumb algorithms and they're like almost too smart. Right. So there was Peter Haas. Uh, he's a robotics guy. Brown um, was trying to teach a robot to differentiate between a husky and a wolf. And what? She keeps blinking. She- <laughs> She keeps blinking and moving. Jamie, put, pull, put, you got the camera on her? Get her to fucking stop stealing my thunder. Look at, she just... Pop, look at, popping it onto her every so She just often. blinks and moves around. I'm sorry, she's stealing your thunder. <laughs> she Go really ahead. is. What the fuck? Why? It's like Penn and Teller. It's like when Teller's, <laughs> Teller starts stealing the show. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's hilarious. I'm basically a ventriloquist act at this point. Um, but they were uh, trying to teach the robot to tell the difference, and they fed all these pictures of wolves and all these pictures of huskies. And you, you would go, okay, look at the ears, look at the eye, color of the eyes, look at the snout, look at the feet, the tails, different, all that shit. But they didn't know that they had fed all the photos of wolves. There was snow in the background. So the robot was actually looking at the snow in the background instead of the foreground. So it conflated mm. all the wolves. So they had to rewrite the algorithm to tell it to look at the foreground instead of the background because it was all these brilliant fucking people that didn't think of the dumbest thing. Right. You know, it's almost the people making it are almost too smart to think of the dumb thing that the robot needs to learn. Well, the real question is, when are they going to be actually, when are they really going to be able to map the human mind? Because Kurzweil thinks that there's a group of people that thinks within, they think 2042, like the 2042 symposium. It's right. like their their concept is, and I went to this thing, me and Ari and Duncan for sci-fi, we went to this thing in New York City a few years back where all these guys think that in 2042 mm-hmm. there's going to be some sort of some some revelation in technology that allows human bre- beings to download their brains into computers or yeah. download yep. consciousness and even make replicas of your own consciousness. So we're immortal basically. Yeah, something along those lines. But we're still figuring the brain out. Yes. You know, we don't really know how the brain, we can't replicate it until we totally know how it works. That's the idea that biologists have, they, they argue against it. But when Kurzweil explains it, that everybody is short-sighted. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the exponential progress of technology, mm-hmm. even though we're so far away in our eyes, that everything changes exponentially. And within 20 years, we'll have gone through a million years of yeah. technological evolution or some other crazy yeah, yeah, number. Yeah. Fill in the crazy number, whatever it yeah. is. But by the time 2042 actually rolls around, we will be so far ahead of mm-hmm. where we are now mm-hmm. that it's all it's impossible for us to even imagine the territory. Right. Yeah, which is, I think, part of the reason I wanted to, like, make her and ha- is, like, wh- why isn't anyone talking about laws? Why isn't anyone talking? Like, no one's really thinking about, like, I, I feel like, like, everything, we, we sort of, after it's become too late, that's when we start pulling it together in terms of legislation and shit. How do you incorporate her in your set? I... Talk about robots for a good hour. <laughs> I, I cut it down, but I just kind of realized, like, I mean, you know, it's like making a special. Like, I'm like, if I'm going to talk about fucking robots for 40 minutes, some shit better come out at the end, you know? So, but I went down to the sex robot factory to sort of get material and just know what the fuck I was talking about. And uh, they asked, you know, do you want us to make one of you? And I was like, <laughs> fucking, that's insane. Do you know if yes. they only made one? 
I hope they're being sold by the fucking droves. That would make my day. Which I did ask because you know people request with right. sex dolls, like specific celebrities' body parts. Oh yeah. The most. Who do you think the most requested mouth is? Scarlett Johansson. Nope. I knew you were going to say that because I know you love. <laughs> no. Amelia Clark. Who's that? The Game of Thrones dragon lady. Oh. Dragon Lady. Interesting. Most requested eyes is Olivia Wilde. Who's that? The um, uh, she just directed a movie uh called Booksmart, but she's in a bunch of movies. Beautiful, beautiful. Great. You'll eyes, know her. Man. Yeah, you'll know her as soon as I married to Jason Sudeikis. Um, I don't know who that is either. Uh, so <laughs> glad I'm out of the loop. <laughs> you really just are in your own. I'm out of the loop. Echo J- yeah, there's you're in your own world. I didn't even find out who Takeshi Six Nine was <laughs> until Jamie brought him up. I don't even know who that. Oh, the rapper. The one is in jail. Oh, who, which oh. one is this? This is Olivia Wilde. This is she's who very the... Very pretty. So that's yeah, her eyes? Yeah, she's gorgeous. That's the eyes. Damn, and I then, get it. And then I was like, well, has anyone ever ever requested anything for me? And they're like, say? yes, a couple people they have... want re- your fingers. <laughs> eyebrows! <laughs> eyebrows. They want, I want Whitney Cummings' eyebrows. Like the least sexual thing about a human being. Hmm. My fucking eyebrows. They nailed your eyebrows with her, though. Um, really? Yeah, perfect. Drawn on with a Sharpie. Yeah, that's what you like. Fucking weird. Um, but I kind of went down because I wanted to see like what was up. Like, are they putting nine holes in the chest to fi- like? I right. I just are you fucking holes in the rib cage. Totally. Like, is this some like insane? They just put a golf course on her body. Like <laughs> eighteen holes of vagina. I just didn't know what I was kind of endorsing or talking about. And I was just. I got to be honest with you. I was just so surprised at how. Um, it was kind of touching, to be honest, when they were telling me about what the guys ordered. I was a little surprised that it didn't align with where everyone's like, there's this impossible standard of beauty. Like, that's mm. all you fucking hear these days. Half the guys that ordered them requested pubes, spent an extra $1,400 for them. $1,400 for pubes? Just to have manual, like a little Merkin. Wow. Like a little... Because so, they have to do it one thread at a time. Yeah, that's right? exactly right. And then a lot of guys complain that they're too skinny. They want bigger ones. They want big thighs and big butts. Mm. But the technology is not available to make them lightweight. (laughs) (laughs) Guys want them to be older. A lot of guys were complaining they want them to look older. Wow. So I kind of was just like, this is sort of great news. Like, why is everyone so... Well, maybe it's because that's the type of woman that would reject them. Mm -hmm. An older woman who has her shit together. Ooh. That's fucking profound. Yeah. Whereas a younger girl doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Sure. I'm hungry. <clears throat> yeah, hit like my a, Venmo. Yeah, a younger girl just doesn't get it. She's she's delusional. Yeah, yeah. Huh? She doesn't know her value yet. But I also just felt like there was a little bit, you know, when they were telling me that, I was like, oh god, maybe fucking guys are made to now feel shame for what they're into. You know, no one talks about the way that. You know, and I do a lot of my special. I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this because I'm basically defending guys the whole time. What are you defending? What are you saying? Well, about- no, it's just like guys. I feel like now they're like, I guess no one has pubes. That's just how it is now. Like if you're a guy that's into pubes, this isn't your moment. <laughs> like porn, like you'd have to really go out of your way to find, or you have to go back to like 70s porn. Or you just date a girl who's willing to grow it out for you if you're really yeah. into it. But if you're really that into it, you should really ask yourself why. Yeah, pubes. Why do you care? Yeah. But- I, I used to have a bit about that too. <laughs> this is like Rogan's greatest hit. When I was a kid, that if that everyone had pubes, uh-huh. it was a real thing. That that was a thing. Yeah, like shorts. You just had like. I Did, mean, girls had ridiculous pubes. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything about but it. But now, when you um, uh, what was that? Uh, when you electrolysis, mm-hmm. it, they, it doesn't grow back. 
so I was What's t- a laser, right? Laser laser cuts removal. It. it doesn't grow back. So even if you want to grow them out now, you'd have to get like a little wheat. Like, yeah, you'd have to get you a little. Put some minoxidil. Um, but I uh, uh, I was talking to a gynecologist about that. He was like, "Yeah, women are trying to get plugs now." <laughs> no, I swear to God, because guys are complaining about it. No, because it's like women are getting plugs. plugs. Little vagina oh pube God, plugs. That's so great, but it'll grow long like the hair in your head. I guess you'd have to take it from your head. You'd have to trim it. Put it Imagine down. Imagine you grow out one, like, you know, like <laughs> braids, like Pippi Longstockings. Oh, God, like pube little braids. cornrows. Um, weird. But so, yeah, I guess it was just like, I feel like the media wants to be like, these are so bad for society, just as because everyone's outraged about everything now. I think we should be curious. Yeah, I, don't I, agree. Think I don't think they're necessarily that bad for society, but it's, it's unquestionably weird. Mm hmm. That's yeah. weird, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's that bad for society. But getting back to what you're saying about men being shamed for what they like, like yeah. What other What other examples? Other I just thought. Care? I just thought that was interesting. Uh, nip. The, there is like a wall of nipples you could choose from. And men are ashamed. <laughs> there, no, it's just that there was all different kinds of nipples. There was long. Ab, oblong was one of the best mm. sellers. Like I just. Really? I just. Yeah. Ridiculously long nipples. <laughs> uh, oblong. Oh. Asymmetrical, oh. big, dark ones. When I was a kid, well, I was a kid, I was 21, I dated a girl who had a wonky eye. <clears throat> and I thought wonky eyes were hot for like years afterwards. She's got two wonky eyes. No, but she had a, like, she had a wonky eye. Like, like, one, like straight, like look at her. One of them was like a little off to the left. And you didn't cute. notice it until like you're talking to her for a couple of minutes. You're like, oh, that's what's up. That's endearing. Yeah, I thought it was hot. I thought wonky eyes were hot for a long time. Because uh-huh. she was hot. Yeah. So it's like in my head, it's like wonky eyes were. What happened oh, to Jamie, her? put that away. <laughs> Just stop. That gives Don't life. Do this it to gives me. life. That has sustained the human species. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's where the babies feed. But I do feel like there's just, you know, you only kind of see one type of nipple everywhere, you know? And really? a lot of guys are, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I haven't seen that much porn. I haven't seen. No, I'm thinking about it. But some guys are in a giant areolas. Yeah, that's right. That's huge. Giant areolas are huge. Uh, uh, dark areolas are huge, which is mm. interesting because I think there is a biological basis for that because uh, once your nipples get dark, it uh, means you usually when you give birth, your nipples get darker so the baby can find the nipple. Really? Yeah. It gets what, darker. Nipples darken after childbirth. Whoa. So your baby can find it. Whoa. Yeah. She's all there blinking. Oh, is she? You're oh, never she... going to have a baby. Does that make you feel weird? <laughs> How did, she might. You never know. She's looking at me. Let me ask her. Are you going to have a baby? For sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, have, I don't want her anymore. She's, she's going to have one of them little alien chest burster babies. It's going to come out screaming and run across the floor. <laughs> Are robots are robots going to destroy humans? Robots cannot harm humans. Bullshit. Wow, that sounds like a lie. This is bullshit. I I was really fascinated by this one roboticist. The coolest part about having a robot is that I get to talk to all these fucking roboticists. And mm. he was saying that the the big fear with robots is because they're all about efficiency. You know this. And there was that one study where they told a robot to jump on the table. And in, what you would do is you would go, okay, you would just jump on the table. But it actually took more energy to jump on the table than to just break the table and push it to the floor and step on top of it. <laughs> so it just went and just stepped on top of it. Oh, wow. And so it was it like, oh, the table. that's how we're going to die. It's going to just see us as inefficient Ooh. and in the way. We're going to just be obstacles. Right. And it won't see anything wrong with destroying an object. Yeah. But humans destroy humans, too. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd way rather get destroyed by a robot. Be really? Cooler story. <laughs> 
it seems so impersonal. Yeah. Like the moment when that robot sunk that blade into that guy and ex machina and just like, it's like looking right at him when she was stabbing him. Yeah. There was no change in her expression. At all. No compunction. No. But I would feel better about it if a robot killed me or I'd be like, oh, well, it didn't know. You know, <laughs> it was just well, kind would of you a free... feel better if a person killed you or an animal. Ooh, depends on the kind of animal. Mountain lion. I have mountain lion in my yard. I bet you do. How big are they? Are mountain lions big? I've only seen two in the wild, and the ones I've seen were about 60 pounds. Do they come pounds? right for your neck? Do they oh, yeah. know to just kill? They, yep, they, they go know. For your neck. Yeah. If it, I would rather, I think, die by an animal. Really? Because you'd rather die by a human? I don't know. I don't have a fighting chance with a human. You do. So I guess mine would be a little quicker. I guess it depends when I run, on how. I bring a knife. Really? Yeah. On your leg? No, I keep. I have a fanny pack that I run with. It's like a neoprene fanny pack uh-huh. that I keep my cell phone with. Yeah. And I bring a knife that's strapped to the fanny pack. In case a, a mountain lion yeah. uh, attacks you. Yeah. <sighs> I feel I like you could be. I think you could beat seconds. up a mountain lion. Though. I don't think so. Not not without a knife. But I think there's a couple seconds that you have uh-huh. while that thing grabs a hold of you. That if you have presence of mind uh-huh. and you can pull that blade out and just start sticking Sink. it in its neck. Hmm. Just just hacking at its neck. I think Marshall would get it. No. <laughs> Marshall would be in seven pieces yeah, on Marshall's the ground. Not, he's not designed for killing. He can kill squirrels. That's I, about where it ends. I don't know. There was something I've told you about when I got my ear bitten off before. When my ear, got, there was a weird sense of calm. That it was a weird feeling of just like that was fair. <laughs> there was just something so quick about it. Like animals are so. For people don't know the story. A dog you adopted was a little sketchy and, mm-hmm. bit, your ear. and bit my ear off. Yeah, and there was something. How bad was it hanging off? Pretty bad. It was like it was so. I didn't feel anything in the moment. That that was the good news about that. And I'm sure if an animal bit into my, I'd probably feel more. But it was like a rush of dopamine or mm. whatever it was i did not feel pain until i saw it in the mirror Whoa. so i was just like oh that was weird like it felt like an itch and then i looked in the mirror and my first thought was i didn't put on earrings today like i don't wear earrings like i thought it was like a hoop earring oh, Jesus. and then the blood started coming down and then i saw it and it just started burning it wasn't like a like a pain and then i started watching videos about um people that got attacked by sharks and there's a girl who had her arm bitten off by a shark, Bethany something, mm-hmm. and she said that it like almost felt orgasmic because like dopamine rushes to the area to get you to wow. keep fighting for your life basically because if you felt the pain or you would give up. Whoa. So I didn't really feel a lot of pain until I got to the ER and then it started like throbbing after like a couple hours when the blood dried up and it just started to get uncomfortable and itchy. <sighs> but there was something that was so quick. Like animals don't really deliberate. It was like, funk, and that was it. Why did it bite your ear? It, I think he was just trying to play with me. I took it to an aggression specialist and the aggression specialist was like, "Dog, this kind of dog gives you a warning. They wouldn't just come right for you. They growl first. If it, there was try- and also if that dog was trying to kill you, it just would have. It would have bitten your face. Right. Off. So he probably bit you just like like you bit by the dog. Right. Whereas so, if he bit a dog's skin, that nothing would happen with right. that same amount of pressure. That's right. Ears are useless. You know. Oh. And it was probably taken from its mother too young. She's giving you side eyes. <laughs> She's looking at you. Sure, her ear is, has the same scar that mine does. We molded really? all of it. Yeah. Because really, it's, yeah, we molded my ears, my mouth. Because it's amazing. Let me that, see your scar. I can't see it. You can see it right there. Oh, wow. See the top like you it. did jujitsu. Yeah, it's not like cauliflowery. Wow. It's ugly, but all ears are ugly, I feel like. 
they're not the best part. You know what I mean? So I could get another surgery on it, but I don't give a shit. Eh. It's ears are fucking you have annoying. Hair. Cover it up with your hair. Ears are you have headphones. Ears yeah. are annoying <laughs> as shit because uh, it doesn't hurt until six months later when the nerves start growing back in. Oh. It hurts like fuck. So then, it, like six months later, started. It started hurting. Yeah, I couldn't like sleep. I had to sleep with this weird pillow and shit. Oh wow! It's just like nettlesome. Yeah. I know so many guys that have fucked up ears from jujitsu. I bet. So many. Are guys. yours at all? No, very little. I have Never a few noticed. little tiny pieces like this. this and is that foul. from the running, the rubbing? Yeah, from mm-hmm. getting them bent over and crushed, getting caught in triangles. But I always wore ear guards. Do you have to get him, like, like Brendan, doesn't he have to get his cut out or some shit? If Brendan wants to, he would have to get his cut and get the, the it's, it calcifies. Yeah, oh, it's when like you get, Yeah, I used to have, my nose was filled with that. Because From, my nose had been broken so many times that the inside of it was all calcified. Yeah. And I couldn't breathe out of it. My nose was useless. So good. I had to get a, I had a deviated septum too. So they, they, de- they fixed the deviated septum. They put the splints in there to keep it in place. And then they had to cut out all the, the scar tissue and all the nonsense in there. And with like a laser or just with a knife? I don't know. I was out cold. Oh. So I woke <laughs> up and, <sighs> but I didn't get it done until I was 40. Huh. I couldn't breathe out of my like nose a bulldog. until yeah. I was 40. It was terrible. It was terrible for my cardio, too. And then, so yeah. I, so if you wear ear guards, you don't get it. Because I right. feel like all the fighters I see have that shit. Yeah. So they just, you just don't, if you wear ear guards, you don't get I mean, unless you get it in a fight. But um, you most of it you get in training. You know, like a lot of jujitsu guys, before they're a black belt, they have fucking mangled ears. But it's also like a badge of courage. Like people like yeah, it. Yeah, they like, and it also, like yeah, you walk down the street, no one wants to fuck with you. But it fucks up the way you hear things. Like if you I take bet. your ears, if you're talking right now, like la, 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 and then you just go like that. Yeah. And then you hear things. That's right. Check, 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 check. It's different. Yeah. It sounds way different. Well, they're designed this yeah. way for a reason. It catches sound. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The way that it's kind of, but it's also, I don't recommend like getting a surgery on it a surgery on your ear is fucking more i've gotten many surgeries this is by far the most painful wow the healing of the cartilage is a fucking nightmare and to anesthetize the ear they had to put the syringe in the lacerations mm-hmm. so they were like it's gonna hurt more to anesthetize this so we're just gonna do the surgery without anesthesia and wow. i just took a bunch of painkillers and shit huh because get it's hard to get anesthesia into cartilage i know guys their ears are so fucked up they can't get airpods in there oh fuck they just have a hole, like well, a see, tiny pinhole. On this side, I have a piercing oh. right, right there. This was for, because I get migraines, and they so say you, what? Th- this piercing helps with migraines. Oh, Jesus It's Christ. probably just psychosomatic. It's some fucking... Oh, now my migraines are fine. <laughs> I know, totally. It's, but placebo effect is an effect. I wow. rely on it heavily. But that was just... That didn't hurt in there. No? Until it didn't hurt when it went through, but then it hurt for six months after. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yours are a fucking nightmare. I'll tell you what. But yeah, so we got her ear molded because it's amazing. I think something that, and I was talking to this facial transplant person about how it's actually really hard to get something to look similar. Mm -hmm. Like the bone shark, everything's got to be perfect. Like my nose is really asymmetrical. My nostrils are really asymmetrical. So they had to work really hard and mold it over and over again. How did your nostrils become asymmetrical? It's bad breeding. Really? It's bad genetics. <laughs> You've met me. My whole face is I'm a Picasso painting. I mean, my face is a fucking mess, you know? So to get, you have to have the asymmetry down. Right. And they say the key to something looking human is a lack of symmetry because symmetry is actually creepy. Do you remember that movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Yeah, not really. 
Donald Sutherland. Great. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Movie. I don't remember the. I watched it again recently, like within the last couple of years. It was mm-hmm. great. Like Love real, Donald real Sutherland. weird too, because it's a time capsule. Because it's a time capsule to San Francisco in the 1970s when they filmed it. Right. Really, really weird. Right. But. <clears throat> But the, the idea was that these pods, they came from outer space, they grew, and then when you had them in your house, they would create a, a, a double of you that right. would take you over. Right. Like if you came home and you saw that, because mm-hmm. it looks like you, <clears throat> but it doesn't look like you. What is different about it besides the lack of wrinkles? It's not you. And shininess. No, it's just not you. It's but, not. It's not even that close. Well, because I have. Po- it has no. pores. It has individually added pores. But Can you grab her and bring her closer to you. Yeah. Bring her over here. I'll try. Um, hold on. First of all, here's her. <laughs> so what is that part? This is her just travel bust. Oh, she has a travel bust. If I just need to work on. If you her. just want to have the head, okay. you could plug in just the head, right? Come here, little lady. Yeah. If you just need her head for something. Yeah, like bring her right next to you. <laughs> There you go. She, I feel and like get your head right close to her. It's like the skin tone's different. They made her six months ago, and I already looked forty years older. <laughs> <laughs> I did fifty cities, and I've aged. She looks super uncomfortable being next to you. Oh, really? That's because yeah, she has to share a fucking the spotlight, and she you. doesn't like it. This, I hope, looks different. These ratchet ass fingers, I hope, do not. Yeah. Look so different. her fingers, the what people can't see, it's like the skin <laughs> is coming off of the finger, <laughs> like the robot parts are showing. Ah! <laughs> this is actually does not compute the. Guys that buy these on the chat rooms, they usually spend most of the time uh, talking to each other about how to fix the fingers because they break them off by accident constantly. And we stick them in their ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Rubbing them constantly on their taint. And it becomes like a car club where guys are like 3D printing fingernails and 3D printing eyeballs. It's mostly Mm. just fixing them. It becomes like fixing up an old car. It's just like a hobby because they break so easily. Um, at least this iteration of them does, but yeah, you can, I mean, it's, a, Whoa. yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. I mean, mm. she can, Oh, it made noise when you do, did yeah. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's, she's kind of rickety. I think she's arthritic. But if you came home and that was in your house, yeah. standing there staring at you, Why what you kind of a fucking heart attack would you have if you didn't know that you had, like, if you didn't have this, mm-hmm. right? If you didn't go through all the process, you went <sighs> and one day you, you put the key to your lock. You open up your door, you step inside your house, and she's standing there in like some sexy lingerie Ooh. or in a bikini or something like that, staring at you. What a fucking heart attack you would have. No, I'd have a stroke. It doesn't look like a human. She doesn't. I mean, but they will at some point. She's yes. just, she's like fucking a my buddy. I mean, she's like a ratchet <laughs> Chucky, you know? Well, it's the, the uncanny valley, That's right? right? She's in the uncanny valley where it's not quite a human. Where I went to NVIDIA once. They're a video card um, video game, uh, mm-hmm. they, they, they make uh, video cards for computers, like really high-end graphics cards yeah. and for gamers and stuff like that. And one of the things that they had was, and this was quite a few years ago, they had the state-of-the-art fake CGI person that you could kind of talk to and it was animated. Yeah. And they were like, we're not quite there. Like, we can't do the mouth like the tongue, uh, you can't do the tongue nope. correctly. I'll show you. And because the muscles, that's what's so fascinating. Yeah, there it is. This is this is what we looked at. This is exactly the guy that we looked at. And um, is this the video of the show that I did? It's like 2013 face works. You can look it up. Yeah. That's so wild. this was the guy. And he's also bald because they, they can't do the hair right. Yeah. But of course, this was six years ago. Right. But look how close it is. Like, look at the skin. That's pretty amazing. Like, stubble. I mean, that's like razor burn. Yeah. And also, the eyebrows are really good. Yeah, but the it's still bones. uncanny. It's still not quite a person. There's something wrong. 
But that's video, which is better to duplicate than those wrinkles are good. Yeah. It's it's wild because it does make you realize flaws are what makes something look human. We spend all of our time trying to be without flaws, but that's actually what sells it. Well, what as a woman, like, how do you feel about that? Like that, and we've talked about this before yeah. with 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 guys, guys that use filters on their pictures. It is. I thought you say fillers because guys do that too. They now. do that too. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. They're both equally weird. Yeah. But there's something particularly disturbing to me about guys who use filters. Uh, I mean, I only know one. I'm glad I'm not single. That's all I'm saying because I, I mm. don't think I don't. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's um, alarming. But but a lot of guys do it. I mean, guys are also getting fucking calf implants and shit. And guys, what? Are, what? Who's getting calf implants? <laughs> I don't think anyone we know, but calf implants are a fucking thing. No, it's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. Like yeah, of course. Like Fifteen years ago, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a joke. I don't believe so. Oh no, I never watched Entourage. Yeah. People get calf implants. Guys are getting facelifts, all kinds of shit. You know. <sighs> I know. Guys are getting lip injections. But what they say... But guys who suck dicks get lip, lip that's, injections. Yes, I would That's imagine. a different thing. I don't know. I, there's, I know guys that wear makeup. <laughs> guys that wear makeup? I mean, there are some guys that What's I... What's going on here? Is this a calf, These are calf implant implants. website? Yeah, it's just Google Images for calf Whoa. implants. Yeah. Look at that one in the lower left. But, yeah. By the way, you can just run hills, you pussy. <laughs> but when you do this, can you still exercise? <laughs> like, can you grow oh muscle underneath it? Wow, that guy's calves look very impressive on the right. I do have to say. They, I mean, they don't. they changed him. It's shortcuts. How much of these? Co- oh, those! Oh, no, those, those look, look so like, fake. Those look like tits that fell down. Those, you know what those look like? Like a, a cop, like a athletic cop. Yeah, you, it does. It looks like a like a fencer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like to keep from getting kicked in the yeah, nuts. Yeah, no, he did put, that at the fucking mini mall in yeah, Reseda. That's made a, a mistake. bad idea. How about that guy down those, there with a the tattoo? Are those bad or good? Right there. Look at this one. That's pretty damn. Realistic. What does it hang on to? It's what I don't understand. Mm. I used to really be into the surgery channel. Well, I mean, it's got to be like, like a tit, silicone. Like a fake yeah, tit. it's silicone or water based or something like that. But how do you mm. live with yourself? I don't know. That feels like a tricky I guess you one. Just do you're probably just trying to get laid and you're sad anyway? <gasps> oh no! Oh, 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 look at the scars! No! Woo. Oh, it looks like that's some Pinocchio shit right there. I don't like that. Sure. What's the thing on the left? Has it rotted? What are all those veins? Uh, I think you got the implants to take care of that problem. Well, I'm glad my robot's the least so disturbing it looks like thing you've he seen. He has some injuries. Yeah, like he got bit by wolves. This is why I got him. This is because he got because he got eaten by wolves. Yeah, those what it looks like where attacked. They sliced right behind his knee and yeah. just dropped him in. But look wolves. at his. There was no other option. His legs weren't great. Well, here's the other option. Don't get calf implants. <laughs> And stop running around outside with wolves. Well, go, go. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't think you really got bit by wolves. Oh, but I that does they, happen. I thought that But that's... if wolves get you, they usually get you, <laughs> yeah. get you. It's very. Uh, coyotes might do that to your calves. Yeah, there's no, like, margin of error with wolves. Yeah, they just break the bones of your leg with one bite. This guy had an injury because it's a car accident when he was younger. And uh, his calves wouldn't grow? A l- mm. Yeah, I think a lot of it's reconstructive. It's, it's just one sentence about it. Oh. Yeah. But a lot of guys get that shit. <sighs> I knew a guy who had pec implants. He was a skinny guy. They're breast implants. Yeah, he got peck implants. He got under his under his meat of his chest to make his chest poke poke forward more. And so, is that is that something somebody does because they can't accomplish it naturally, or they're just lazy and cutting corners? You'd have to ask them. But the reality is, there's things. The people. Some people are ectomorphs, and ectomorphs are like really thin people that have an incredibly yeah. hard time gaining weight. Yeah, their body just doesn't metabolism. Yeah, it doesn't grow mass. Yeah. 
They, their muscles don't grow right. Yeah. Male plastic surgery is a really big thing now. But putting filters on it, I don't know. That feels like a slippery I fucking, fucking love slip. that show, Botched. Love it. Live for it. Live for it. One episode was actually pretty interesting. Where was a guy had been in an injury and he got his calf destroyed or his, uh, his, his breast destroyed, his pec. Yeah. And they had to fix How? it. I don't That's know. Wild. He just he had nothing there. So he had like one that was like here. There was a guy who was a fighter who's a, a high level UFC fighter. His name is Trey Telgman. He fought Vitor Belfort in 1997. He was Vitor Belfort's inaugural fight in the UFC. And we, we didn't know about Vitor when Vitor was 19 years old. And I knew who he was because I was training with Vitor back then. I was, I was a, a white belt at carlson gracie's school on hawthorne in uh west hollywood mm -hmm. so we knew he was this phenomenal talent but a lot of people didn't know that he was this incredible boxer he had this crazy hand speed and he lit this dude up but anyway trey telegman was in a car accident when he was a little kid and uh, he didn't have a peck like his chest was caved in it's very see if you photograph of trey telegman the guy was a stud too and a handsome fella too but mm. everything else just super jacked but he had this crazy peck Injury. I mean, also... Look at this. Look at that. See that? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It looks like someone just, like, scooped up. Well, he was a baby, I think, and he was in a car accident. Oh, he shit. He had a pretty significant injury. That would psych me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, if, if a guy took his clothes off and you you're saw that? Like, no, I mean, I just what mean, happened? if that's your opponent, you're just like, oh, fuck. Right. But he... Um, um, that's you know. badass. There's something hot about it. There's this is this is. I think there's something primal of like he's fucking survived some shit. Right. Stick with him. There's something hot about that. Like that dude from the wire with that scar across his totally. face. Totally scars. Right. Any kind of proof of injury, proof that mm. you've been in battle, is attractive to my yeah. That's a weird primal one, right? brain. I hate myself for it. Do you know that the Nazis used to have dueling scars that were very popular across the face? It was a big deal. They would all they would get them on purpose like they would get into duels with swords and they would have dueling scars and a lot of the operation paperclip nazis that we got from uh soviet where we got from uh germany rather at the end of world war ii when you know nasa took mm -hmm. on a bunch of uh german scientists a mm -hmm. lot of them had these horrific dueling scars that they on did their on face purpose no they would get in, in in boarding school and in military school they would get in fights with swords, and they would cut each other's faces open. Weren't they on meth and shit too? Weren't that they was on more amphetamines? The, for sure, but that was more the Japanese. That was oh. the kamikazes. The kamikazes oh. is the way they got them to uh, fly into boats and just fucking explode their fucking airplanes. The way they got them to do that was they were methed out of their mind. America, <laughs> fuck yeah! <laughs> but okay, try to find a picture of uh, Nazi dueling scars. It's crazy because, like, some guys that were hanging out with Werner von uh, Werner Herzog, mm -hmm. rather. Um, no, Werner von Braun. Werner Herzog's the director. The director, the cocky. Yeah, Werner von Braun, the guy who was the head of NASA when they went to the moon. He mm -hmm. had this these guys that were working with him and these giant scars across their face, huge, like is, like is, foot was it like scars. a was it like a ritual, like to show your pecking order? Yeah, which showed you were a badass oh, that you you had gone works. through. But it was a big thing with the Nazis. And there's some horrific photos of these guys, young kids with huge gaping open wounds. See, here's here's the photos. Holy yeah, go, go, zoom oh, in on Jesus. Zoom in on the uh, yeah. See, this is a guy. This is right after the dueling cults. That's um, so. I was yeah. just reading an article on this. It said that women found it attractive. Yep. So some guys actually would do it on purpose. Oh yeah. They would have doctors slice off their fucking cheek. Well, look at this guy right here with the goggles. Go to that guy with the goggles. Right, right there. there. Yeah. Look at that. <gasps> 
Yeah. He's got two big scars on his face, and they had the goggles so they didn't cut their fucking eyes out. This is before anesthesia. Oh, yeah. See, so he's got a, a plate over his nose to keep his nose intact because he couldn't really stitch that bitch back on. But they would take these huge scars on their cheeks because they would be dueling with real fucking swords. And they would have these practice dueling matches. And then they'd have to stitch them up. So these guys all had these huge scars. By the way, when it comes back to cauliflower ears, a lot of guys did that themselves on purple. They're stitching them up. Whoa! Um, a lot of guys um, did that themselves. They to would get smash the their ears. ears. Yeah, they would smash Recently? their ears on purple. Oh, yeah, all the time. Because it makes a lot of white belts. Yeah, a lot of white belts that want to be like badasses. They'd smash their fucking ears. Don't they um, fucking drip too? Leak? Yeah. And explode leaks. and explode. Don't they explode? Sometimes. Sometimes well, the real. Well, yeah, they can break off too. There was one fight that I was watching once where um, a chunk of this guy's ear, because it's calcified, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's hard. Have you ever touched a cauliflower ear? I have. It feels like a rock. Uh huh. It's because it's calcium. Yeah. It's a rock. Yeah, it's like crystallized. It's liter- yeah, it's literally like a mineral rock, and it's inside your fucking ear. Randy Couture. Who had these crazy ones used to take it and grind it into people's faces like so he would be like in a head and arm position and he would shove his like bad ear into your fucking eyeball <laughs> points for creativity yeah. oh, oh okay what's this, this one that exploded that's leslie smith she was fighting jessica i and jessica i cracked her with a punch and it literally like did she go purposely caught. for it no no she's just beating her up and in the process of beating her up she caught her ear and it was hanging out and opening and leslie smith so fucking tough she didn't want to stop the fight she was mad they stopped the fight that was recent right ear was hanging off that was a long time i mean not a long time ago but about four years ago do you think um i i mean would there ever be human versus robot fights sure yeah i will i can't wait they would have to dial the robots down right they would have to like when i was talking about we were talking about before the show started that I think it would be cool to have a robot that moved at like 50%, mm-hmm. like a martial arts robot that you would be able to practice technique Train. on. So you just would be just, you'd basically what you would do is do drills, right? Like you do like a Dutch combination, which is a one, two, left hook to the body, right leg kick. And you would do it like while it's in front of you advancing, you'd pop, pop, bang, boom. And it would have to like react to your punches, but it would do everything like 50% speed. So you could take a chance of this thing hitting you but it probably wouldn't Mm-mm. but it would provide you with enough movement so that you could develop patterns in your mind and your body would like synchronize with these patterns so that in a real fight you would know what what's you would ha- you'd have these things in, sort of ingrained mm-hmm. like one of the things that happens in a fight is things happen that you don't think of you just do them and you don't realize you were even going to do them until you already did it right because it's like you've drilled them into your subconscious right right. so you could do that with with a robot and then maybe you could ramp the robot up to three-quarter speed if you got really good at it then you could really move and duck and it would be throwing punches at you trying to hit you yeah and you could and they can record you so you can see what you're doing would that be helpful yeah that would if you could look through the robot's eyes you could just put a fucking gopro on it yeah they're gonna have uh eyes uh uh, camera soon. Yeah, and then you're gonna see someone's dick hole <laughs> spooging right into the camera. I don't want to fucking uh, hack that footage. Uh, uh. <laughs> to uh, log out, log and, uh, the fuck unlike out. Like a woman, she's not even gonna flinch. <laughs> like if you see co- porns, it's one thing about porns is like the moment the load hits, no matter how good of an actress is, the moment the load hits, like there's, there's a always like, a brace for impact, there's always a, a like, flinch, even the most unless, numb. Unless they're real pros. A real pro just takes it on the mug and just. Just I don't like, there's 
I don't know. Like the, boxers. Some boxers is photos of them where they're getting hit where their eyes are wide yeah, open. Yeah. They never they never squint. Ever since Tumblr doesn't have porn, I feel like I'm off the map. Tumblr doesn't have porn? No. It used to? It used to have porn. It was super po- It wasn't one of the most popular porn sites? What? Yeah, and they stopped ha- doing porn. Do you know why? Probably because people were complaining. It was making too much money. It's too lucrative. Oh, they were making money yeah. off the Tumblr oh, sites? Oh, yeah. It was oh. like a blog site, and people were putting all this porn, and they were um, getting shut down. Well, Twitter has porn. Yes, it does. I follow Joey Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully fucking aware. Twitter has a lot of porn, actually. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I only follow fucking annoying-ass news bullshit. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I just I Twitter, I'm just like all my friends and news outlets. I don't know if I want to like jerk off in between like CNN and Business Insider. I look at Twitter so infrequently now because every time I look at it, it seems to be fighting. It's exhausting. Arguing. and You know what helped me? Because I was like this special and I loved your special because like you acknowledge you're like, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Like you're going to be so mm-hmm. like that was just so fucking smart. When I was writing this special, it's the first time I've ever done one where I started cutting bits because I was like, it's just not worth the fighting. Like, I don't right. even want to fucking deal with it, you know? Like, I had this whole bit on Marilyn Monroe and how I don't think she's a... Like, I feel like she's being forced on us as, like, a feminist icon. Like, all my girlfriends are, like, posting, like, photos of Marilyn Monroe being, like... You know, always show up two hours late. Keep a man waiting. I'm like, this woman is a fucking asshole. <laughs> she's a slob. And why do I, why, she's not my glorious dynam. And I just had this whole bit. And I was just like, oh, they're going to say I don't like women. And I'm shaming, slut shaming. And I was just like, it's not even fucking worth well, it. Well, she's a weird one, right? Because she fucked everybody, which is not bad. It's not bad to fuck everybody. But she fucked everybody. And apparently that's the real conspiracy is that the Kennedys had her killed. Because she was banging JFK, mm-hmm. and then she was banging RFK, and apparently she loose lips sinks ships. Yep, can't she do was it. Yapping a lot. And look, I, I, I'm gorgeous. Good for her for making back then making money the way you had to. But I just let's let her be what she was. Why? Yeah. Why? You know, I think that she that Hedy Lamar should get the credit that she gets. You know, I mean, you talk right. about Hedy in your oh, special. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Hedy was a fucking genius. Badass. She was a legitimate Gangster. genius. Nobody gives a shit. I Responsible know. for Wi-Fi. People use Wi-Fi mostly to Google Marilyn Monroe quotes. <laughs> <laughs> if Hedy Lamar came back to life, she'd be like, so did my invention, did it ever come of anything? We'd be like, yeah, uh, good news, bad news. Yeah. We mostly use it to Google the whore version of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. It's. It's. I love Marilyn Monroe. Like, I just feel like there's this thing now where, you know, women, we can't criticize any woman ever or mm. else that we get in trouble, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think we have to be able to call people. Like I say in my special, I talk about the difference between women that are, um, does anyone have any girlfriends that think they're feminists, but they're actually just assholes? <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's so true. And I know that I'm going to get shit for it. And well, that's like the men's rights guys. How many of the right. men's rights guys are just like they talk about women like they're pieces of meat? Right. Like, is that really men's rights or are you just a piece of shit? Are you like, what are you doing here? Are yeah. You, you teaching people that they need to have rights? Or are you teaching men how to manipulate vulnerable people? And how do you have this kind of time? To even like, I don't even understand. Profitable, yeah. You know those books are profitable. Oh, like it's like a whole sure. business. Yeah, those books. I mean, guys give seminars on how to pick up women, right? Oh, right, like the yeah. the um the game. Yeah, 
Guy, game theory. I remember when I used to, when I first <laughs> came to LA, like guys would do that. And it was what? They the, would try it on you? Yes. The first thing you do, well, they you're supposed to ignore the, it's negging, right? You're supposed to ignore them. And then you're supposed to m- do a compliment that's actually an insult. Like every guy, when I first moved here, would be like, I really like how your eyes are crooked. Like it was like every guy would make the same thing. Who's that? Oh, that's the, the pickup artist His guy. Mystery. Yeah. The game. He's like the host of the show. Yeah. What? His name is Mystery? <laughs> yeah, does, he, does he have a fake lip tattoo on his neck? Uh, is that what that lip is? Lip kisses? Yeah, I think so. Why does he have two cock rings That's on his like, ear? Like lipstick kind of thing. All right. Okay. I like the furry hat. Yuck. So he had a whole thing he was doing for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, there does was... he have eyeliner on? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is like... Who Chris, am I to judge? Chris Angel. <laughs> Madness, um, but and then you would like f- try to ignore the girl. It was this whole thing where you're supposed to be mean to her to make her like you or some shit. Yeah, well, that works on really vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so girls and pretty want. girls who are used to compliments and used to getting a lot of attention. Well, for men that are ignored and that have faced rejection over and over and over again, they view women as, if not the enemy, as some. S- some a, a source of negative feelings, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah. for you to get over on them would be to get some of that back, right? Right, all those bad feelings, bad encounters, negative interactions that you've had with women. Yeah, I had a friend that was like that over the time that I knew him. When I met him when he was in his 20s, and as time went on in, into his 30s, he became more and more bitter and angry because he yeah. wasn't very attractive. And he would have these interactions with women, and they would wind up, you know, dumping him yeah. or abusing him, and and he, he just got fucking angry. And then as he got older, he was just an angry guy. Yeah. Like he just hated women, yeah. and it was just because of rejection. Like yeah. he associated them with pain and emotional discomfort. And so for a guy like that, I mean, he I don't he wasn't into the game or anything like that. But for some of those guys that are vulnerable, like mm-hmm. you know, like this uh, this incel thing, right? Yeah. Where a lot of these men involuntary celibates mm-hmm. they, they de- develop these forum groups and yeah. subreddits and and they meet up and you know d- talk about what to do and maybe i'll get facial surgery and yeah look no further <laughs> yeah but they want women yeah ultimately they, that's a compromise they want a real woman mm-hmm. you know and they just they just got a shit roll of the dice genetically yeah i don't know a ton about i mean i've read articles about it and stuff but what is, is can they not get hookers or don't want to or well that's a problem because hookers are illegal Right? right, like you know, if you get hookers, you got to go through some sort of shady yeah. black market. Go to fucking Dantana. <laughs> go to the Is that where they go? They're Dan everywhere. Tana's? Yeah. Oh my spot? god. Oh yeah. That old Dantana. Yeah. Da- Joey. That was Joey Diaz was actually telling me about that. Friday nights at Dantana's. He really? says, Yeah. Friday nights, cocksucker. Yeah, that's exactly but right. Joey will have you convinced. You'll go there with a fucking newspaper. I know. And he'll say- <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no hookers. You'll be pretending. Like I yeah. sit here and wait. I'll just read the paper and they'll show up. <laughs> yeah. The no p- hookers. Yeah. Uh, I remember I used to go in the Four Seasons all the time and people would come in like, ma'am, are you here to... S-? Like, they always thought I was a prostitute. What? They're in the lobby. Yeah, Four Seasons in Beverly Hills, Peninsula. They like thought fucking, you were a hooker and they're oh, trying to get rid always. of you? Yeah, oh, they'd be like, ma'am, are you here to see somebody? Are you Like, if I ever showed up alone. Because wow. hookers just like wander around the Four Seasons lobby. Oh, how weird. The predatory, little coyotes. Oh my God, of course. I used to call Hover. them coyotes when we used to go to the Sky Bar across the street from... Does that still exist? Fuck, the Mondrian Sky Bar. Does that exist anymore? I think so. It's across from the Comedy Store. Yeah, I used to have a whole bit about them, the coyotes, because they were like they would prey on these guys. I was I was hanging out once with me and uh, a friend of mine, 
and we heard this conversation between this fat balding guy and this really pretty girl with big tits and and uh he was like do you coke do you do coke she's like yeah sometimes and i was like because it's like they they would prey on these vulnerable you know like like a pug like a pug that got out of the yard (laughs) (laughs) that's what i felt like because these women would have this feral look in their eyes like when when you're down to Mm -hmm. fucking people for money and that's how you're getting by and you got some cocaine in your purse and maybe a few dollars and you probably don't eat well and you don't have a lot of money and whatever money you do have (laughs) you're spending on drugs or whatever and there's a feeling that you get when you're around them, like yeah. they're they're feral. Yeah, every day we're hustling. Yeah, they're hustling, yeah. and they're and they're looking for these vulnerable guys with money. Yeah, and so that's what you know the the that place would be the place where they would go. Yeah, Mondrian. I remember when I first moved there. Yeah, you like wait in line to yeah. get in, and there's a pool. And occasionally, when that people music, were really drunk, they'd jump in the Pam fucking Anderson pool. Pam Anderson famously like got naked and jumped in that pool. That was like oh. the which yeah don't. That's a that's a We've market. already got I've already had a public fight with her. I don't want to get You did? It. Yeah, on the roast. She was on the um uh David Hasselhoff roast. And I mean I and I apologized to her. What did you say? Did you say something with you? <laughs> I said uh <laughs> I believe I said, Pam Anderson, you fucked Tommy Lee, Kid Rock, and who's the other one? Oh, you fucked Tommy Lee, Brett Michaels, and Kid Rock. Why don't you just save yourself some time and drink a vat of Magic Johnson's blood? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, oh shit! I said a lot of shit about Ugh. her vagina, and uh, yeah, and, and she got she, it didn't go great. <laughs> I mean, all this shit. Like, I just got asked to do the next roast, and I was like, I don't even know if you can fucking do roasts anymore. Well, like, roast battles still exist. They well, still go hard in the I, paint on Tuesday night of the comedy. That's store. right. We just did oh, it. Oh shit! That's tonight. Yeah, we just did it in San Francisco, and yeah. it was so fun. But I still found myself being like, I know, a it's so dangerous. Bo- I mean, when we did Joan Rivers, I said, uh. Joan Rivers is so old, her vagina has a separate entrance for black cocks. <laughs> we, <laughs> we used to just be able to say that shit. And today, I would fucking be run out of town. No, you just said it. I did. Fuck. <laughs> And then, I mean, I remember people used to think jokes were funny. People used to have a sense of humor. I mean, even fucking Joan, you know? I said. For Joan, her whole career. My opening joke for her was uh, Joan, I loved you in The Wrestler. <laughs> she thought it was hilarious. Like you could, I, I mean, she I was, had a good sense of humor. The best, yeah. and she had such a good sense of humor. Even during the roast, her face from plastic surgery was so frozen that because you know every time someone yeah. tells a joke, you'll check in to see if the person that's being roasted is laughing to make yeah. sure. And she would like kind of, and she kept. We would look at her, and like Greg Giraldo was just fucking hammering her, and the audience was nervous. And then she said it. She's like, "I'm laughing. I had too much Botox." Like she had to subtitle her face so <sighs> that we all so knew funny. she was okay. But I did the Brea Improv once with Joey Diaz and Ari Shafir, and we got barbecued in the green room. <laughs> I mean, just barbecued. We went way too far. And Joan Rivers and her television show it was when she did a television show with her her daughter it was Fashion on TV. Police? I don't know what show it was. It was a reality show. Okay. And we were watching it on the on the screen, and her face looked like a kabuki mask. Oh, it was just frozen. Did you see the documentary? No, a piece of work. No, it's pretty. You see her; she goes and gets it and talks about it. And why was she doing that? It's, you know, it didn't I mean, make her look better. 
There's a I don't know. I mean, look, it, it, I definitely get nervous sometimes. And people, I, all, everyone always like accuse me of doing my sh- shit to my face. I'm like, no, you'll know. <laughs> I'll look like a fucking moon bounce. Like, Are you worried I'll, that I'll you're t- going to do it eventually? Uh, yes, for sure. Why do people accuse you of it? Because you don't look don't like know. you did. Thank you. You have a very thin nose, though. This, people would worry that you did your nose. It's wild because you'd think I got my nose done, but my nostrils are crooked. I went to a doctor in Beverly Hills because I had sinus problems for the longest time, and he actually said, you know, I, I can, you have a septic, what is it, deviated, deviated septum? septum? It's like, you have a deviated septum. And I was like, what do you do? Like, he was like, we can get a wink, nose wink. job. If, yeah, totally. And I never did it because, you But know, your nose is thin. Thank you. If, if he did it, what would he do? Make it thinner. Make my nostrils equal, even. They're, they're really asymmetrical, and it's like problematic. And sometimes, in it's problematic. When I do something in television, sometimes they have to fix my nostrils Ew. in post to Why? make them even. Why? Who gives a fuck about your nostrils? It's just distracting. I feel like those things are there just to find out who's really weird. Like, if you're really freaking out about someone's asymmetrical nostrils. Yeah. It's just, I mean, the key to most movie stars is they're symmetrical. You know? They're just like, Mm, you know? Think about it. The most beautiful women in the world have some symmetry. But, yeah, I don't, it's wild. I mean, I have, I mean, I talk about it in my special. I have had surgery on my boobs. I did have boobs done. Holla. (laughs) <laughs> which is kind of this might interest you the i i was learning um because i had all kinds of shit and the way that they make boobs look good is because i think i heard you talking about someone about the shitty old breast implants mm. the way they make them good now is that they put you on like a crucifix oh Jesus and they do the Christ. surgery while you're standing up what so that they f- so you're out cold yeah so that they fall well and oh you're- my god <laughs> yeah. really oh that's nuts so i finally went to a guy that knew how to do that Woo! yeah it's w- fucking wild but so i admit what i have you know but on my face it is alarming because it does feel like female comedians a couple of famous ones that we know when they age yeah. went down that route i don't know if it's like the same thing that got you into comedy it's the same thing that made you think you had to do that you know i've read a lot of stuff about like childhood sexual abuse like when people go really off the grid mm, with yeah. their face that's like a type of dysmorphia yeah. or a lot of people a lot of um uh, psychologists have said because i've talked to a therapist whose job is t- uh in dysmorphia to advise on whether another surgery should be done by mm-hmm. somebody like if they're getting dysmorphic and a lot of times it's if you've had childhood sexual abuse you want to change your face so that it's not you don't see the person in the mirror that got right. abused. like well, it's that's the michael jackson thing yeah yeah it's like a childhood trauma yes yes thing yeah, the Michael Jackson thing was always that he hated his father and he hated looking at his father in his own face. So when it's that extreme, I try to like not judge because I'm like, oh, there might be some psychological shit that I don't know about. For sure. You know, but it's getting worse and worse with this Instagram shit because kids mm-hmm. are growing. I mean, it used to be like we had acne and we'd go to school with acne, you know, but right. now it's like you're projecting this flawless, perfect face and then you have to show up to school with fucking acne the next day. Like, well, it's also, it's like people want their face to actually look like an Instagram filter, yeah. which is bananas. Bananas. Photoshopped. It doesn't, it doesn't, but again, it's a test to see who's fucked up. Like, who wants that? Not, not girl. Who wants that as far as guy? Like, what yeah. guy wants that? It's, I'm so confounded by what I'm seeing. But like, also, you just want to look like everybody else when you're young. Well, the weird thing is women wanting to be super skinny. That's a weird one. I feel like that's always been around, no? Well, it's a new? model skinny thing. It's because yeah. it's not it's not attractive to men. Yeah. Like men like asses. We yeah. like we got I mean everyone's different, right? But yeah. I like girls with meat. Mm-hmm. Well, because that also translates to fertility. I mean it's yes. like we want someone that looks fertile oh, sure. and you know healthy. Yeah. 
robot. I want a girl who can carry a couch with me. <laughs> For real. That's really endearing. I want a girl who can pick up the end of the couch. Yeah. Come on, let's move it over here. <laughs> like, I don't expect you to pick up the whole couch. But pick you want up, to move pick someone up the that sort of, fucking end of the couch. Yeah, pull your yeah, weight. It's going to be harder for you than me, but we don't have to carry it that far. I don't know this trend of super skinny because it doesn't really make sense on like a primordial level why it's you would a, want it's that. It's a model thing because for clothes, yeah. they want a girl to be a clothes hanger. Yeah, that's right. They want a skinny girl that just mm-hmm. looks good sashaying down yeah. the runway with her bag of bones. Which I was reading, like, and I actually did like a whole like paper on this when I was in college about actually the reason that fashion had you know, such tiny models is because they were just, there was a shortage on fabric during World War II. So they just started making dresses smaller and then models skinnier. Like it wasn't, what? yeah, it wasn't even really something that we wanted. It's just, I always assumed it was gay dudes. I'm sure that. Gay dudes are into twinks. Yeah. So they, uh, can you say twinks without getting arrested? Um, How's that work? Gay Remember dudes just made Cohen? me nervous. <laughs> gay- <laughs> Remember when Honestly. Andy Cohen got in trouble for saying something about twinks? Isn't see, yes, so if you're gay. this is the whole thing I can't so it's just like uh, fucking hell outrage uh, it's addicted outrage. here's what did help me though I someone was saying uh, I read and I think this is on your podcast um two percent of all people on Twitter make eighty percent of the comments yes <laughs> so it's on us yeah. for amplifying that two percent that's real it's not that many fucking no, people it just feels big it's not the world you go out in the world and you would think that it's going to be just knife fights and Mm-mm. fucking antifa no everywhere. A shit bottling people <laughs> I went after when i went on tour after the roseanne thing everyone's like what happened to roseanne that was so funny i was like you didn't hear <laughs> half the people didn't even know about it no most people didn't know about it and then yeah. i was on tour and this is i mean there's some stuff in the special that i'm sure like blogs are going to come at me for but you know i was going around talking about all the stuff happening in the news and sexual harassment stuff and getting your ass grabbed at work and one time i was in houston and this woman just yelled out i was like a guy that grabs you on the ass she went take the compliment and move on <laughs> she's probably all xanax totally up, fucking, drunk she's just like this is such an la new york fucking yeah. you know so it's just like texas is a different world there's so many points of view that we're just not that are not being heard right you know well, the twitter point of view is very strange it's mm-hmm. like you have right-wing twitter left-wing twitter and black twitter yeah because you have three different completely but we are in worlds. our little echo chamber and it just feels so much bigger than it is mm-hmm. when you go out in the world and you're like yeah. oh you guys just want to fucking laugh outrage culture yeah it's very strange how do you end that how will th- will this end I think it ends with mind reading software. Okay. For real. I, I think what's sense. happening right now is it's we're all we're okay. If you say something and you have a certain intent and that tent, <laughs> intent is not accurately expressed by the mm-hmm. sounds you're making with your mouth, I can choose to get mad. But if I can read what you're thinking mm-hmm. then the i know what your intent is but it and used then, to be we'd be able to tell i'd be able to yes. read your face and go oh joe's joking because we're right in front of each other yeah right that's what's missing on mm. twitter there's no social cues things don't translate right. in text I, yeah, how many times has a friend sent you a text message and you think they're serious and yeah. they're just joking oh yeah you most know, of the arguments well, in my life so many times i'll send yeah. someone because i say fucked up things in text message half my text messages <laughs> to my friends are heinous <laughs> i mean me and callen and shaw oh, and fucking Joey, imagine. it's all psychotic. Yeah. Joey Diaz every it's, week sends me <laughs> pictures of his shit. <laughs> he sends me. The other day he showed me his balls for oh, like for twenty sure. minutes. I'm sure he his did. balls are unbelievable. They're ridiculous. They're gorgeous. They they're, look like Kim Kardashian's, but they're in, very rare. They're but is what is it? Is that just um? Are they okay. fake? Like you know how this pipples? is Joey Diaz. This is let me that. see. 
Look at that gigantic log of shit. That's that's that looks like a fucking snake. No, that's just no, no, no. I've seen those in real life. He would leave them in the toilet for me. This isn't healthy. I, I would go into the. This group, is well, not fucking healthy. Who associated Joey Diaz with healthy? <laughs> First of all, notice that it's not even in the water. It's on the beach next to the water. <laughs> it gives me the fucking willies. Because he's kind of big and he doesn't really fit on the toilet correctly. I don't understand why this doesn't break off. Why doesn't his sphincter know, cut it? Because he holds it in for. A I while. think his his sphincter, the calamari of his sphincter is loose. I think when he lets it loose, it's just like a log jam. <laughs> That just got released, <laughs> like a like a, they opened up a dam on the river and just whoa! I fucking nightmares. Yeah, it's <laughs> a giant piece of shit. So he'll send me pictures of his shit. I just held her hand by accident. Yeah, well, you want, like I needed some emotional oh comfort, sister. Where? What are we doing, sister? <laughs> Thank God he's alive. Because he's one of those guys that just like whatever outrage. The, one of the things that I used to love about going on the road with him, which mm-hmm. is, it's tragically, he's too successful. Joey Diaz is famous now, so I can't really take him on the road with me as much anymore because he's always booked. But the beautiful thing was, but he will be working with me tonight at the comedy store. Okay. The beautiful thing was when I take him on the road, he would open everybody up. Like so hard. They're like, all the taboos are out the window by the time I go on stage. Uh, yeah, oh, oh. Yeah, that's such a fucking great, smart choice to yeah, put him before I mean, you. People are like, he's so funny. Why would you want to follow him? I'm like, well, I think that's in your head because I yeah. think if you're funny, you're funny. Yes, I mean, he's definitely funnier than me. He's funnier than everybody no. that's ever lived. But he's also the building shakes when Joe yeah. is on stage. He's a monster, but he also he he lays the foundation that it's everything's on the table. You know, who used to do that at the roast was Greg Geraldo. Yes, he would go out and he would just say the shit that mm-hmm. even at a roast you'd be like, oh fuck, and he'd go <laughs> first <laughs> while people hadn't even had drinks yet. You know what I mean? Like he said, um, iced tea. Uh, you're so old you used your first residual check to buy your freedom (laughs) 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 it's like jesus buddy like that would be like his opening joke oh my god (laughs) it was like 5 30 on a sunday it was like homie Oh my god! Oh my god! He is fucking He's your first residual. Oh my god! Like he would just uh, come so hard, and the audience wouldn't even know what to do. Oh my but god. that's something he was so fucking unbelievable at. Greg and I were on TV at the same time, and we were right next to each other uh, on the lot at Gower Sunset and Gower. Yeah, I was uh, news radio, and he had his own show for a bit. And his show was right next to my show, mm-hmm. and we would hang out, you know, because we're we're both guys from New York yeah. that were more from the East Coast at least that were doing comedy, and we're out here like thinking, oh, this is crazy, you know, and and I I never thought he would die like that. Like Oof. when he died of a drug overdose, I was like, Greg, well, he had been sober, yeah. What happened? He went to a party and someone gave him some shit. And I mean, it's so tricky when my, I mean, I get worried. I'm like a fucking mom about the shit. What my guy, you know, anyone goes on the road and you're getting shit. You don't know how strong it is. You're getting it from random people. I think he had been sober and his tolerance was low and just <sighs> tried to go back to what had. Is that what it was? I think so. But I don't know all the details. That fucking it's, need for escape. The need for p- the pill thing. It's, Does it woo. feel like, though, in general, comics are getting healthier? Like, you pro- you saw the days when everyone was on blow and everyone... Mm-hmm. It feels like everyone's now on Jamba Juice and on it and kombucha and... The real problem is... Uh, I can't imagine are drinking funny on stage. because of that? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, I don't... Maybe. Like, We've definitely lost our balls. Some people think that... 
in order to be a comedian, you have to be at least a little bit self-destructive. Like the great ones. You have to have good stories. How else are you going to get good stories? Yeah. I started going to therapy and I was like, fuck, what do I talk about? Ah! Paying my mortgage on time? This right. isn't funny. It's a problem when you become wealthy, right? You don't have any f fear of, you know, your your bills are paid. When you stop doing desperate shit and making mistakes, you just have less interesting stories, certainly. There's that, but it doesn't always have to be stories, right? But I also think its perspective mm -hmm. gets very skewed when you live a life of leisure. Yeah. You know, when you live a life of leisure and comfort and privilege, which most wealthy comedians do, yeah. that's when they all start to suck. Yeah. Like when comedians have, usually, they have a few good years. Like they make it and then they have like one or two good specials and then they have some that just what get sloppy. Because you think they just don't have to fight as hard. Or yeah. I think a lot of times I hear, you know, people will schedule their special. They're like, I'm shooting a special next March. It's like, like, have you written it? Like you schedule it before you're finished with well, it. Well, that's the Eddie Murphy thing. Oh, really? You know, Eddie Murphy just got a $70, 70 million, million dollars. deal. He hasn't done stand-up in 30 years. So like how many times is he going to look? I think, wow. first of all, just as a, an aside, or just to, to start this off, I'm not bashing him. I'm a giant Eddie Murphy fan. Me too. If anybody thinks that Eddie Murphy should do stand up again, it's me. And I've even talked about it on this podcast that he did that. He did some speech on a podium where he was talking about how bad Bill Cosby fucked up because they had a he had to give his uh, his awards back. You know. And it, oh right. It, oh it, shit. It I was seen a it. hilarious segment. It's hilarious. And I was like, God damn, his timing is so good. Like, I wish he would do stand up again. Just he was. Jump back he in. was at the comedy store walking the halls a couple times on yeah. on Tuesdays. This was like a couple years ago. Really. And he just walked in and he just like looked like he was on a people mover. He was just like float <laughs> through the hallways. And you know the hallways. It's like fucking Beirut in those hallways and everyone yeah. just gets. <laughs> Everyone would just get super quiet. And they're like, is that fucking anymore? They're scouting. Meanwhile, he hasn't done stand-up in 30 years. That's how goddamn, like, you know, as nice as, look, uh, Tim Allen is. Tim Allen hasn't done stand-up in forever either. But if he walks by, everybody's, oh, that's that guy from mm -hmm. Home Improvement. Yeah. You know, they're not, like, freaking out that he's there. He mm -hmm. was so good yeah. during Delirious, like, yeah. when we were kids. You'd watch that. You'd be like, he was so goddamn yeah. good that... Today, I mean, even Raw the legend the, of it just yeah. carries on. I mean, the real question is when he comes back, are people going to start tearing apart his old specials and saying he's 100%. homophobic? And he, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. What's for that sure. going to look like? Well, there, you, people are going after people for George John Takai. Wayne. John Wayne. Oh, yeah. That's the <laughs> best one. He's canceled. He's canceled. <laughs> like okay, he's been dead for decades. <laughs> okay, he's not woke enough in the seventies. He said bad things about black people or something. No, I well, there's shit now where it's like Picasso's canceled. He's canceled. Yep, Picasso's yes. Bukowski's canceled. Well, wasn't that uh, the, the, like the fucking Bukowski was Hannah a, Barbera, whatever her name is. <laughs> What's her name? Hannah Gadsby. <laughs> she had a fucking thing about Picasso. Like, hey, baby, you got to let that go. That was a long time ago. And he admitted. I mean, it's like that's the other thing. It's all these people who put their mental illness and struggles on a can they would probably agree with yeah. us oh, for that sure. they were fucked up for sure you know yeah. like van gogh was shitty to his subjects it's like yes. oh oh i mean you see it in his work you well, know there's people that want to forgive people though for things like remember when there was a lot of roman polanski apologists oh i don't i don't think i caught <clears> there's quite a few yeah, I mean, like, in Hollywood. Yes, like legitimate actors and actresses that were saying, you know, it's time to let it go. And leave. He's an amazing artist. And it was, <laughs> he 
fucking raped a thirteen-year-old. I'm, I'm good. <clears throat> Rosemary's Baby's a fucking yeah. great movie, but I think he's he he's done it. It's a wrap. But there are people like you know Stanley Kubrick, who is yes, arguably the I mean my favorite, one you of know? the greatest geniuses ever in in filmmaking. Which, by the way, uh, I was reading that um, uh, the guy that directed Ex Machina kind of loosely based the guy on Stanley Kubrick. Oh, wow. Did you ever see... And then as soon as I thought about that, I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. Alex Garland, I think, is uh, the guy's yes. name that, that wrote it. I thought that wow. was interesting. But have you ever seen like the videos of Kubrick directing mm-hmm. Shelley Long and all the stories about how he terrorized her throughout the production to get her into a... I mean, he didn't want her to sleep. He wanted to have bags under her eyes. Oh, he wow. would wake her up in the middle of the night and he'd scream at her and call her a cunt and then be like, action. <laughs> And then he'd be like, action! And then she'd be like, fuck! Like, it was, her performance is unbelievable. And wow. I, and it's, it like, t- was terrorized. Today, that would be a hostile and work she environment. Went from that to being olive oil in the Popeye movie with Robin Williams, and then she just quit. Yeah, I mean. She was a fire her agent. But she was so good in The Shining, and then she didn't um, do a lot of other movies. Does emotional abuse make great art? I don't know. It's, I'm not. You know, the same thing happened with Ricky Schroeder in The Champ. Oh, John John Voight was like really shitty with him. He was a little kid. He was yeah. like six, seven years old. Yeah, he was really shitty and mean to him before yeah. the scene. So yeah. you start crying. Yeah, I mean, there's also there's a and I um, there's a director who um, there was an explosion in a movie and the actor you know it's a fake explosion and you're going ah and then one take he was like just make it a real just don't tell him and the fucking take was amazing Boom. and the actor got all pissed off but the fucking work you know you get to get credit for that so it's <laughs> I, it is this tricky thing like I was uh, I did a uh, show called um, Adam Ruins Everything you know that show mm-hmm. It's he's just a smart dude and he just asked me to do a little guest spot and I had to play a flight attendant in the 50s who was getting sexually harassed like that was the scene right. and because that's what I guess airlines used to do that they would sort of pimp out their flight attendants you, if you were engaged you weren't allowed to wear your ring you had to really? flirt yeah it was like I, the episode so it's really interesting. Well, they were supposed to be really hot, right? That was that the whole thing about flight You had flight to be attendants. a certain size, and you had to be young, and mm. then you had to kind of like... Boy, did they let that go. It was kind of a... <laughs> <laughs> it was, was a... The last flight attendant I had was you a been flying man. Delta? He weighed 235 pounds. He was five foot four. Nice guy, though. But it was like a dating service back then, right. basically. And Adam did the whole thing on it. And I was in there, and it felt very much everyone was like, okay, whatever you feel comfortable with. And it was like, no, we have to do, we have to make this feel uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, don't worry about my feelings right now, right. you know? It's like, you know, so there is just this conversation about like a no hostile work environment and everyone needs to feel emotionally safe. Like, well, can you, could you get make the to shining today? Yeah. Well, can you get to that place without being harassed if you're a really good actress? Like, of, if you're really crazy? Of course. But I just, you know, you still have to do it. You know, well, go kinda, for it. I mean, isn't that the argument about great actors that they kind of have to be crazy, like a Daniel Day Lewis type acting? Right. Like, you have to kind of be, like, that's why they're method actors, right? Yeah. They stay in that mindset because yeah. to maintain that mindset is really the only way to achieve it. Like, mm-hmm. you almost kind of have to be there all the time. Well, and also the being in character thing, like, when people. People like, you know, bitch about like when Christian Bale had his, you know, meltdown meltdown and stuff. It's like, I mean, it's just there's so many people on a set and there's so many distractions. And, you know, you at some point you're just like, I have it's impossible to fucking focus. But and there's also there's losers on set sometimes that fuck things up and they get in the way. That does happen. Yeah. The fact that they recorded him screaming at that guy. It's like, well. I want to know what that guy did and who is that guy. That guy might be a moron. Hadn't 
hasn't he been starving himself for like seven months or something? I don't think that's the mechanic. I don't oh. think it's the same movie. It's just like, you know, he's... <laughs> Not the mechanic. What is it? Um, the machinist. Machinist, right. It's like, he, I'm the face of this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm under all this pressure. I have to get this thing. We're losing light. And this fucking guy's cell phone yeah. goes off. Or I don't know exactly right. what happened. It does happen. You know, but I do think when Daniel Day-Lewis is like, I'm call me Mr. Lincoln or nobody yeah. talk to me it might just be his way of being like just fucking stop asking me if I want hummus like just <laughs> let me fucking focus you know but I think for like really intense roles which I've never done so I'm just completely talking out of my ass I would think that you might have to maintain some really crazy state of mind mm -hmm. to get there so it doesn't look fake because you know how you know how like you see you ever see the movie Punchline with Sally Fields yeah, and yeah, Tom yeah, yeah. Hanks yeah it's an interesting movie, one. but when Sally Fields is killing, I'm like, get the fuck out of there. Like, that's, no one's laughing at that. <laughs> like, it's not real. When people okay? do, when actors do stand up, I think real stand ups are like, okay. What, you know who nails it though? That lady who plays the marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. Mrs. Um, she's amazing. I Rachel love her. Rachel Brosnahan. Yeah, I love yeah. her. I it love seems her. legit. It does. Well, it's also in the 50s. Yeah. You know, I think, right? But it, even the guy who plays Lenny Bruce is great in that I movie. agree. I, I mean, agree. that show, rather. And there was, you know, but like the one on Showtime cast real comics. Remember Eric Griffin was on it and Al Madrigal was on it, that one on Showtime? Oh, yeah, uh, Dying Up Here. Dying Up Here, yeah. You know, just like cast real comics. Yeah, but the writing one, that was like a little shoddy. Do you see? But, uh, but I, I'm sure it's different for everyone, but I do think, though, sometimes, you know, you've been on sets. Like, if you have to do a scene with somebody where you're screaming, you hate each other, if you're hanging out all day on Instagram, right. and then you, it's just like, you, it's hard to unfake, like, chemistry or knowing mm -hmm. someone. So, yeah. I just think it's interesting, like, you know, Stanley Kubrick probably would be canceled today. Uh, probably, yeah. Well, especially by people who don't understand what's required in order to achieve what he's trying to get. Yeah. Kubrick was a madman though i mean he used to do complex mathematics in his spare time yeah like, like as a hobby right yeah, yeah. like but he would complex do shit. calculus and stuff like that he would do shit where he would uh, yeah i think on eyes wide shut he did like do 80 takes of tom cruise walking through the door and then i'll show up like he didn't want actors acting mm -hmm. like he wanted them he wanted them in the actual state of mind instead mm -hmm. of acting like they were in that actual state of mind like he wanted that so he really wanted Tom Cruise to be like exhausted and fucking pissed off and annoyed so he's like go piss him off and then let me know when he's in that state <laughs> I mean he would like terrorize Shelley Duvall it's like kind of famous and it she looks fucking terrified yeah. <laughs> you know and also she's working with Jack mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson <clears throat> there's a great video of him preparing for one of the scenes oh fuck and he's jumping up and down and throwing his arms in the air and going ah uh, ah He's like like freaking out, you Love know. That you, guy. you could see him <laughs> working himself up before the scene. I mean, he it's like those scenes that he did, especially like the axe through the bathroom door. You yeah. can't just go into that cold. You've got some of that in yeah, here. Worked up. Yeah, it's wild. Like I'm I'm so obsessed with that movie because like the little things he did to make you feel uneasy in a subliminal yeah, way. Here it is. See, he's getting ready for the scene. He's like jumping her up and down. Fucking. She's, she's just like. She's like okay. Oh, I'm in here. And he's like, fucking, yeah. Ah, ah. Who's this guy? I don't know. Yeah, there's nine people that want to like ask him if yeah. he needs any hand sanitizer. <gasps> Watch out. <laughs> yeah, that's a guy with the walkie-talkie going in there. AD is really dressed up like golfers back then. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck?
fuck? What? <clears throat> that fucking preppy asshole. It's a great goddamn movie. You know that movie? Stephen King didn't like that movie. Well, be, well, that's why they say that the car on the road that's crashed on the road. There's a red car in the beginning of the movie that's crashed on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And in Stephen King's version, there was a red car. So Kubrick crashed that car, and then it was a yellow car. Oh. So he actually put shit in the movie to like troll Stephen King, <laughs> which is kind of amazing. That's hilarious. But he did shit that was so fascinating, like little things to make you feel uneasy, like continuity errors. Like he'd cut to a scene, there'd be a, like if there was a chair behind you, cut away, cut back, and there'd be no chair. Shit you wouldn't really notice in case mm. you were like dissecting it. But there's it, also a lot of weird references in that movie to the Apollo moon landing. That's right. Like he saying did a that lot he, of weird shit. He was, and um, the Native American genocide mm. is apparently a pretty big theme in it. Um, but yeah, it's a great well, movie. and the way that he, um, I mean, there's a whole documentary about this, but yeah. that the carpet, the w- when the kid is riding the bicycle around the carpet, that mm-hmm. he shot it both ways and intercut them. So the continuity is not working and it just oh, makes wow. you feel, oh, wow. yeah, he's fucking, there's a great documentary about the guy who followed Kubrick around. He was like his assistant. He was an actor and he was acting in something that Kubrick did, and Kubrick wound up hiring him as an assistant, and then he just f- did all Kubrick's movies and hung out with him all the time. It's really is strange. Is he still alive? Yeah, yeah. Should and get him on. The, well, the documentary's really good. It's what is it? That. Do you know what it is? It's not the uh, Room 236 one. What is it? The Lost Tapes? Yeah, I think it's on uh, Netflix, it? I believe, right? No. I thought no, I saw no, something no. on Netflix The guy him. who hang, hung around with Stanley Kubrick. Oh, it's cool. about him. I think it's oh, film work. Pictures? Maybe. Is that it? Oh, maybe. maybe that's it. A Life in Pictures, two thousand one. No, no, no. I don't think so. Just Google the guy who there you worked. Go. Film worker. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Film uh, worker. Right. So this this guy just sort of realized somewhere along the line, like, oh man, I'll never be able to make a fucking movie. Like, I'll never be able to do what he's doing. So I'm just going to start working with him. So he's his personal assistant. He started out as an actor. And he just worked with Kubrick through all of his movies. How wild. Yeah. I mean, somehow or another, they just clicked together. So he wound up working for him. So it's like, you probably don't know the name, Leon Vitale. Scroll down, please. Stop. You you don't know the name, Leon Vitale. But the upcoming documentary film worker hopes to change that forever. Yeah. British actor, yeah. Handpicked by Stanley Kubrick to play the role of Lord Bullingdon in Barry London. Yeah. Hmm. It's uh, it's interesting because this guy sort of devoted his life to like to work with Kubrick. It's interesting. Like and that was also back in the day. I think Kubrick would do like a movie every like 5 years or something. Mm-hmm. It's like that's back yeah. when you made a movie when it was ready. Now yeah. everyone's like movie every 8 months a new well, you know the Apocalypse Now story, right? No. The movie took forever. Oh, right, yeah. The movie took like seven Didn't, fucking years to make. Did Oliver Stone write that? No. No. That's uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, okay. That's like, I don't think Oliver Stone wrote that. Maybe what I'm do, wrong. Why do I think he was involved in some way? I don't think so. I'm kind of obsessed with Oliver Stone. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I why? wrote a, I wrote a uh, my honors thesis in college about, <laughs> so fucking dorky, the postmodern implications of the movie JFK. <laughs> ah! I was just obsessed with that movie. Like at the, at the time, it had the most edits in any movie ever, and the way that they just did mix me. I just fucking loved the movie, and I just wanted to write about it and dissect it. It's a great movie, but the problem is they sort of he makes it seem like you know exactly what happened, right? And the reality is we don't know exactly what happened. Mm-mm. We don't know who killed JFK. 
It was very likely that it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald, though. Yeah. And if it was, that if Lee Harvey Oswald did take a shot, he didn't take the only shots. Right. There was other people shooting at right. him. Right. It's just so fuck. It was just so fucking blew my mind the way that he makes movies. Well, I mean, I don't think we can even grasp the idea that someone shot the fucking president on TV. I can't. Well, it actually, wasn't on TV. What I'm would sorry. we do? I mean, there's. Did you ever? Um, what was the story about the guy who shot himself in the mouth? He, uh, oh yeah, uh, eight, that's like that eight. song. Hey man, nice shot. Um, yeah. is, is that so what that's named after? Yeah, yeah, that's what about. He uh, and he was about to go to jail, and he had a press conference in his mm-hmm. house, and then he blew his head off. Yeah, he pulled out a forty-four Magnum and stuck it in his mouth. Was that in Bud Pennsylvania? Dwyer. Bud Dwyer. Yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania. Can you imagine? So that's on Faces uh, of Death, right? I didn't know that was yeah, about I'd him. Yeah, I watched that so many times from the 90s. Oh, yeah, man. I could see it in my head right now. So it yeah. was yeah. on it and they just head. couldn't cut it because it was live television? Well, so. he, he gave a press conference. He just put a gun in his mouth and blew the top of his head off. And they're like, no, don't, don't, don't. And he's like, oh, boom. And he did it like really quick before anybody could get to him. So and up. he just blew the top of his fucking head off. I wonder off. how many views that has on YouTube. Well, it's crazy like how quick the blood starts pouring out of his nose. That was one of the weird things. Like, oh, that's what happens. Yeah, it was like so much here. I mean, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, for sure. It's also just to be able to be that composed about it. Yeah, he probably wasn't healthy. No. And I think he was going to be innocent. (laughs) 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 It's like fucking poops. Really? I think so. Well, sometimes people getting dragged through the mud, that's enough. Yeah. Like, that was why Bourdain killed himself. Public shaming shit. He was, I mean, besides depression, he was terrified that he was going to get dragged through the mud because he had paid off that boy who his girlfriend had fucked. And he would had been so prominently defending women. Yeah. And, you know, and going after Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein in this whole Me Too movement thing. And that all of a sudden he was this great hypocrite because his girl had, you know, Mm -hmm. she had sexually molested a 17 year old kid. Couldn't handle it. Which is fine, by the way. (laughs) Listen, there's a lady who just got off and there's all this fucking talk about it. There are people, people are so mad. Joey Diaz put it on his Twitter. Nothing wrong with the good dick sucking. She (laughs) blew, she blew some 14 year old kid and um, it's on Twitter. What? Mm-hmm. Took it off. Who took it off? Not there. I looked. What? Uh, uh, Joey's? What came down? Mm-hmm. Oh, See, fuck. Twitter took it down? Someone I retweeted it, it. Is it because of his. Really? It was is it because. It was 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but is it be, why, why would they take it? Why, is, yeah, but I just deleted it. I don't know. T- Twitter well, did or Twitter did? might have just decided that it was against the terms of service or something. They're getting really weird with stuff. Well, I mean, that's just a joke. Well, people are getting. So does that mean people snitched? Because there's not an algorithm or like a spider program looking for. Uh, that um, I don't people know. must have complained then. I don't know. I'm looking for it right now. I don't see it on my Twitter. So oh fuck, that means it was taken down. If it was he taken, might have just deleted it. But he can still retweet something if it's deleted, it, right? That goes away then. No, it's uh, right here, dude. It's right here. I was just looking at his page. Well, you didn't, didn't go back. For you it, didn't I find guess. it. I thought it was from this morning. Bronx teacher who performed oral sex on 14 year old gets 10 years probation. Avoids jail, <laughs> First of all, keeps he, teaching certificate. Stop saying performed. It didn't take that long to get the she job did. done. She, it she, wasn't a performance. A, there was a camera. <laughs> there was a lot going on. It was it was a 30-second yes. sloppy mess. Mm, there was a lot going on there. But meanwhile, nobody cares. She yeah. didn't go to jail. Everybody's like, okay. Apparently, a lot of people commit suicide after being on reality shows, but you don't really sort of hear about it just because you get so famous and then nobody gives a shit about you and you don't have money. Yeah. And you don't have money. That's heavy. Yeah. 
that's pretty well to have that kind of fame and out of nowhere and to not really know why you have it and then have it taken away from you and then to not have any money i mean think about it yeah the kind of uh, psychological tests apparently you have to take to be on a reality show are pretty hardcore mm, not in the fear factor days oh really i bet yeah, they would just talk to people how you doing you ready to eat some were, dicks were they like <laughs> <laughs> were there ever like, there were background checks and shit though a right little, a few we we clearly had some insane people on that yeah. show. When How much were they getting paid? Fifty thousand dollars if they won. Sometimes it was more. Like it was a big episode. Like they would win a million. Um, we had one guy who won a million dollars. Started speaking in tongues. He was like super religious, and he was going to give all the money to like he was going to tithe ten percent of his money. It was like a hundred thousand um, dollars, and he was uh, that was one of the rare ones where they win a million. But most of them was 50000 Did you get to have say in the stuff that they no, did? No, no say. And I most of the time didn't know. I didn't know until I got there. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I, I, part of it was me. I didn't want to know um, because I don't really give a shit. But part, <laughs> of it was because, part of it was because I thought it would be better if it was a surprise to me. So the day of, I could be kind of more enthusiastic about it because it was so crazy. Right. Because some of the stunts were so fucking crazy. But there was a few times where I told them to stop. I told them, don't do this. One to the them, contestants or producers? Everybody. I said, let's not do this one. Don't do it. And they were like, you're crazy. I'm like, one, we had people ride bulls. And that was the first one. I was like, you guys are out of your fucking mind. Fucking, like, this is so dangerous. Like the Roman games at this point. Well, they had a 98-year-old, a 90-pound, 98-pound girl. She was 98 pounds. No. She was so tiny. And they made her ride the bull. And she went flying through the air. Just got so lucky that the bull didn't kick her in the face. And I'm telling you, it kicked up and her head was here and the foot went like this. Just right by her face. By the way, is that even legal? Like it's that? legal. You sign off on the waiver. People ride bulls. Take a chance. I mean, that's exactly what happened. And I, I was telling people, don't do this. And I, I told the producers, I, I said, don't do this. Look, I, I've had a healthy fear of animals my whole life. Mm. I was attacked by a goat when I was like seven years old. So is Hitler. Really? Yeah. Hitler lost a testicle to a goat. A goat? Am I? Is that? that is sense. that a myth? It I sounds think, as like a myth as I said it. I remember him missing. I a think testicle. a goat bit one of his nuts. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I was I was butted by a goat, and my stepfather had to come and save me. At like a like a petting zoo? No, it was at a um, a farm co-op when we lived in San Francisco. There was a uh, my stepdad went back to school, and uh, he was a he was originally a computer programmer, and then he was going back to school to be an architect and. One of the things that he did with part of his uh, university was they had some sort of a, some sort of a farming co-op thing where hmm. you had to take care of like certain like farming chores and there was animals like like goats mm -hmm. and I was a little kid and I got left in this fucking room with this goat <laughs> this pen with the goat and it was sorry, fine for the beginning. And then the goat fucking just came at me and slammed his, uh, Did his it head horns? into my chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're no joke. And I remember I'm grabbing the horns, but I didn't have any strength. I was a little kid. you know. I was maybe eight at the time. And he had to come and save me. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And I remember thinking from that time on, like, oh, like, you got to get this idea of what an animal is out of your head. Like they, 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 he didn't, that thing didn't give a fuck if I died. This is if my, if it just stomped me to death, it would have been fine. This is, it, was I right about that? Uh, 
Or is that I, that could be a total? Did you Google Hitler's nuts? Hitler goat nuts. The government's so gonna come there, after you now. There are two things about your it. Your algorithm's goat gonna doesn't have anything to do with it. I guess he had uh, undescended testicle apparently, and then he also had something called uh, hypospadias. Hmm. Something to do with uh, the urethra hole being on the underside of the penis and not where it should be. Hitler Whoa. had a fucked up penis. Of course he did. That's why I was so angry. Oh, it makes so much sense. What? <laughs> did he? Did he not have any goat accidents? I typed in goat. It, this it said rap point. It's like I need to figure out where that did, fucking <laughs> came from. But well, so many. It, this says he was bit by a goat in his younger days. But it, okay, I bit know. by a goat. Maybe I, bit I, his balls. How it was attached to his manhood? Hitler. Mm. I think every kid was bit by a goat at some point Girls back then. Back creeps. then. Well, it's also it's like why it's like people always come. It's like all this us taking selfies with tigers and shit. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? They're fucking. What? Like you're in. This is insane. There's this new selfie culture where we all are like taking selfies with the, the bears and shit. It's like <laughs> use your head. It's all everybody wants to do is take pictures of things now for their Facebook and it's their like, Instagram. It's like the new fucking Rome. I think we're yeah. going to look back and the same way we look at Caligula and Nero and we're like, oh, they used to just have lions fight elephants for entertainment. Now we're going to look back and go, remember when we used to like take selfies with bears well, in the and future, ride elephants? Well, in the future, going to be able to blink and you have a picture of things. I think, yeah. I think that's ultimately one of the ways they're going to get us. This, this Elon Musk thing is kind of interesting because mm-hmm. they're trying to put these little fibers in your brain and it'll have some sort of Bluetooth link that increases your bandwidth with the internet. But I think the way they're going to get us is a hard drive that replaces your memory. Because your memory's so shitty. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have a pretty decent memory in, in terms of like being able to recall information and facts and stuff like that. But if I had to draw a picture of a house that I lived in just 10 years ago, I'd be like, oh, like I can't, I don't know what I saw. But I, what about the things you want to forget? Like our brain is pretty good at denial right. for ser- self-preservation purposes. Right. So what will your how will your brain how will your brain handle Because denial is a survival mechanism. There are things right. we have to block out in order to continue functioning or else we'd go crazy. Right. So like people when they're molested when they're young, that's one of the things that they they have hypnotic regression mm-hmm. and then they remember it. Yeah, exactly, or EMDR, or whatever the thing yes. is that brings it to the surface. But I think denial serves a really important part in a lot of people's psyches. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> or else you're going to... Allows you, know, you to move on. Yeah, totally, yeah. you know? So it's th- that is what scares me. It's going to be hard for, I think, trauma survivors. Certainly mm. people in the military, there's probably some shit you want to forget. Right, you'll be able to access it over and over again, like the Bud Dwyer video. Yeah, I don't want to play that shit on a loop. Mm, My brain brilliantly made that, erase that. Yeah. So I didn't have to think about it, you know? Ooh. Yeah, that's the one thing about that that's alarming to me. But our our memories are so flawed, and and there's this um, gr- amazing neurologist in New York called Moran Surf, and he's got a bunch of shit on um, uh, TED talks and stuff. And uh, he, I went to this lecture he did in New York about how our memories essentially. <laughs> We're like comics, like we punch up the parts oh, yeah. of stories that get the bigger responses. And oh yeah, I mean I, I've talked to so many friends about things that happened when we were younger, and their version of it is so different than mine. Yeah, I'm like, did we really do that? Mm-hmm. I don't remember doing that. I've had friends tell me about fights where I did something to somebody and yeah. I beat somebody's ass. I'm like, I know that didn't happen. Like you might think that didn't happen. I didn't beat anybody up. Didn't I tell you about there was a time that I was in Portland with somebody and they were like. Joe Rogan, him and I got in a car accident in high school. And remember, I texted you about it, and you're like, that never happened. 
Who was it? Do I don't remember. We got in a car accident? Some what did he say? guy was like, oh, yeah, I know Joe Rogan. We got in a car accident in high school. No, I definitely got in a car accident in high school once. But we texted about it, and you were like, that didn't happen. Oh, he had a crazy walkie story? I saw one of you had repressed it, or it was mm. just... Well, I definitely had one car accident. I hydroplaned right outside school. I was leaving school. I had a 1968 442. It's an Oldsmobile, like a hot rod. And uh, those cars, like old cars, when you hit water, they would just hydroplane. And I (laughs) fucking slammed into a tree or a telephone pole. Jesus. Smashed the car, fucked it up, but everybody was Does it spin? Yeah, your car, you just, the wheel just goes away, whee, mm-hmm. and you just, the car just slides. It's super common with old cars, especially if you're, you don't have good tires. But I had a friend that came up to me, or he, he told another friend of mine about a fight that we had gotten into where I, I kicked somebody or something like that. I was like, that never happened. Like, I would, that never happened. But he probably kept telling the story and telling the story, inflating yeah. it and getting laughs on it or whatever, yeah. you know? I got super into terror management theory recently. What's that? Um, it's basically like the guy that um, uh, Becker, Ernest Becker, um, this is my dad died a couple years ago, and um, I hadn't really had a lot of death, and I started kind of just. I started getting into, and you called it too one time. One day you were like, you're doing too much shit. <laughs> like you're doing yeah. too much stuff. Stop doing so much stuff. And I didn't realize like when you have death and you're basically terror management theory is this is something you know, of course, but that because we have a prefrontal cortex and we're basically the only animal that can ponder the future in the past, like we know we're going to die and we mm. can't tolerate that anxiety. It's too stressful for us. So we basically have to keep ourselves busy and do sh- meaningless shit to feel important. We have to win awards. We have to have titles. We have to get things um, in order to have a, a sense of immortality, right? It's basically just managing the anxiety of knowing that we're rotting every day it's Ooh. just dying and, and could die at any moment it's just like a false sense of control and um longevity um there's a great book called the worm in the hole solomon something solomon i read this book and it totally blew my mind because i realized so many of my behaviors were just about this fear of death because it had been sort of right in front of me so quickly and his death was so freak that it just it i had a really hard time coping with the anxiety of death coming so suddenly and so shockingly and like um, mm. It fucked me up pretty bad, um, but I started just making myself busy with super irrelevant shit in order to try to cope with that anxiety. And so I got super into terror management theory. Terror management theory. Terror, like the w- trying to manage the terror, the daily terror that mm. we know we're gonna yeah. die. Is that the book? Yeah, the but worm the, it's at a, the core. It's, w- I tried something else that it's that a less corny up. cover, the one that I have. Mm. But, but it's just the same if, title. TMT, terror management theory. Terror management theory is a little bit controversial, I think, because it also justifies some like supremacy thinking, a lot of I'm better than you and like cultural um, superiority stuff. I'd have to, there's a guy named Solomon that did a talk about it just because you need so badly to feel important that you start to sort of have the delusion that you're better than other people just because you feel so insignificant because you know you're going to die. You know, we know we're a speck of dust. We know this is all ephemeral and fleeting and that we don't matter. So we have to do things to feel like we matter. Oh, that makes sense. Because we don't. So you sort of exercise your superiority over people in order to shield yourself from the futility of your existence. Yes, and to feel immortal. And you know what I mean? To procreate the idea of because we know our mortality is so present in our amygdala all day, every day that I'm better than you. Therefore I'm going to procreate more and we are going to um, sustain and propagate. 
so that we have a sense of lastingness. That's why we want to make a name for ourselves. That's why we want to get famous, have th- tangible things, stuff like that. It drives, it's an anxiety that manifests in materialism, workaholism, needing titles, mm. sort of shit like that. Wow, that makes sense. The, so uh, nasty, evil people that subjugate all their employees and yell at everybody and like that's what they're doing? No, they're going to die. They're, wow. Yeah, they know. But they don't even, it's so deep in the subconscious. They have no awareness of why they're behaving the way they're behaving. It's wild. They've done these studies where, because I got super into it because I, I, I didn't recognize my behavior. I felt like kind of the zombie. I was like trying to like set up all these TV shows and I was like writing all these movies uh, and I was just like, and I was like, this is so weird because my dad just died. I should know exactly what matters in life, which is none of this shit achievements or money or any of that but i was super into like i gotta buy this house and i need to get you know this and this Mm. thing and this watch and i was like this is so not who i am but it was me trying to cope sort of with all of this uh anxiety about death but they did all these studies where they put um showed subjects to video and subliminal messaging put one frame of just the word death imperceptible to the actual eye and afterwards they showed people pictures of woods or cities and said where would you rather be and you would normally go beautiful woods nature and they always pick cities because you just subconsciously felt more scared and wanted to be in a place that was safer shit like that cities are safer than the woods i mean just the idea of some protection and right. you know lots of civilization folks. yeah civilization. the woods are scary because we're on some level know that we're only superficially at the top of the food chain you know mm. if we're out in the woods with a bear and there's no guns or cages it's we're gonna lose it's like the idea that Mm. we just know how vulnerable we are that's interesting because i would feel like there's some anxiety attached to the overpopulation aspect of cities for sure there's got to be some of that and the cars and the noises we're not designed for that right Mm -mm, the fight or flight we're always in fight or flight mode basically do you ever get a chance to go to places where there's no cell phone service and you're in like the legitimate forest ari's trying to get me to do the month no cell phone ari's a weirdo <laughs> don't listen to that guy he's crazy <laughs> i'm like that feels a little extreme but yeah. i well, want he's got, to he's got the I fucking flip to. phone thing going on but he's a real junkie like he had a that. problem with food uh, he was eating candy like all day every day and i was going bro what are you doing recently like, nah a few years ago oh. Years back, but he was just like, he had a real problem with candy. Mm-hmm. Just like Ari develops these things and uh, he would get real obsessed with social media. You know, he was, it's he addictive. It. It's fucking addictive. Yeah. I get, I have an addictive personality. I, I fucking get it. Yeah. But I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I did the, I turned the colors off on the phone. <laughs> Let me see what it looks like. <laughs> well, no, I don't have it now because I was fucking posting because my thing came out today, but they say a, a lot of the reason it's so addictive is all the colors. So you can right. put it in grayscale. So it's black and white. There's a phone that they just released as an Android phone. That's all in grayscale. It's like uh, in that white paper shit that you get like from a Kindle. That's what I need. It's so un- it's need. so fucking unappealing. You just be like, oh, fuck this, mm. gross. So I'm trying to do that shit to because it's it's. To- I think that we're gonna look back at this the way we like look at cigarettes in the. Food. I think so too. No, we're gonna uh, be like people used to use those. Like- I broke my phone in Hawaii last year, and uh, it was like three days to get a new one. I had to order one and get it sent to me uh, from the mainland, mm-hmm. and you know, I was on vacation. So yeah. and I was uh, bow hunting, so I was uh, just tracking animals all day with no phone which ones in hawaii lanai oh cool i mean what animals axis deer oh cool it's um a deer that's native to india and they're overpopulated on lanai there's thousands of them there's twenty thousand deer and three thousand people 
You've never seen anything like it. It's wow. fucking crazy. Wow. And they have to hunt them. It's like one of the places on the planet where there's a real ethical imperative to, uh, to hunt these animals because there's no predators. So the only way they control their populations is through hunting. That's right. the only way. And if there's overpopulation, they graze and there's no food for all of them, right? There's plenty of food. It's a tropical island. But the problem is you run into this real possibility of disease uh. and, you know, it's just not good. But the the point being, I was there for a solid three days with no phone. And it was this weird feeling of peace. Yeah, fuck. It's like it calmed me down in this weird way. It's like the desire to check. Let me check my email real quick. Let me look at my photos. Which one? Am I, I gotta post something on Instagram. I'm gonna check my Twitter. Yeah. See if somebody sent me a direct message. Let me see if anybody sent me any pictures that I want to look at. You know, like jo- that? Has Joey sent me any of his shits? <laughs> <laughs> Joey sent me logs. I think something that is so it's like such an obvious solution, but I, I realize so much of going to the phone is to check time. Mm-hmm. We have to. It's like the new pocket watch. Right. And then once you go to look at the time, then you see your text message and you know what you I mean? You don't wear a watch? I don't and I need to. It was just wear yeah, wear I a need watch. to I'm going to start to wear a watch and then also getting a separate camera cuz so much of what we do is to take pictures. It's like, oh, I got to mm. take pictures of this and then I'm on my phone. Do you think you could exist with a flip phone? Woo, big pause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right, to say my, no. My heart just stopped. <laughs> what? Wait a second, I'm not going to be able you to get on <laughs> post on Instagram with a flip phone. No, I'm going to be able what? to get on TikTok. Um, What's TikTok? Tic- you use TikTok? You don't know about TikTok? Oh, I know about it from my kids. They do the TikTok. I don't thing. know what it is. It's like live streaming dancing, from what I understand. Mm, I know cool. it only from Christina's page because she puts on some. Yeah, it started as a music app called Musically. It changed the name to TikTok. But it's only mm. people it's just, dancing. It's a lot of kids. Kids are all over it. Like but you teenagers. don't want to talk or be funny. It's now become what Vine was, but, but it's, it's still based around music. But wasn't Vine only like five seconds? And this is a little bit longer, but there's a lot of songs over the last year that have gotten popular off there, including like Old Town Road, which is the number one song now. Oh, yeah, wow. It got popular off of there. Off of TikTok. That's how it got popular? Uh, wow. Fuck. Well, it got popular with my kids, for sure. Mm-hmm. My kids knew about that song way before me. They were singing it. You never see that. There's a video of Little Nas X, whatever his name mm-hmm. is, at a school, and he's on stage, and these kids are singing along. It is fucking adorable. Aww. They're all singing along to the song. It's really it's such cute. a good song. He's doing one with Dolly Parton, I think. And what was this, the controversy? They wouldn't let the song be on the country charts. That was the big yeah, controversy. Racist. <laughs> That's fucking racist. That's all it is. That is a goddamn country song. And It um, has Garth, not Garth Brooks. That other guy. So Cyrus is on Billy it. Billy Ray. Yeah. Yeah. But they, once they put him on, then it, they allowed it on the country charts. He wasn't in the original version. So they had to put him on it and yeah, then it made I'm, the Am I wrong charts. about that? You are correct. Well, you yeah. know, but Hootie, and Hootie was a country singer. Yes, but he started out as a regular singer and then uh, <laughs> came over to country. Yeah. His career kind of fell apart. That was a plot H- twist. Hootie and the Bloatfish went away. Darius Rucker. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> He's really good. That was fucking He's got a beautiful voice. Of all the things I remember. And he, maybe he just, that's his shit. He's into it. But his career was floundering. In the other world, mm-hmm. and then he went into the world of hay and flannel, and they took off. <laughs> I fucking dry home to a lot of his music. Holla. I don't know why that Hootie and the Blowfish was a legit jam. I wonder why they didn't last. Right? They're on tour again right now. Oh, mm. they, Hootie they and the Blowfish. Back. I was gonna say, but Aaron Lewis from Stained also is a They're country like, singer. Oh, he's a huge country singer, yeah. bro. He's got he wears MAGA hats and he's got "Don't Tread on Me" tattooed on his neck. That was like during the time. I met where, him. Nice where, guy. Where like all the bands were like, 
Like there was like a, there was like, yes, yes. <laughs> there was a moment yeah. where that's what all the music sound like. Yeah. And maybe that just went like train yes. and yeah. towed the wet sprocket and yes. shit. It was all yes. that like. The fucking. Maybe we the, just got sick of it. The band Pearl Jam. They're all Pearl Jam clones. Oh, best. That's what it is. They yeah. all the, the yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I Can't think Can't Find a Better Man. Such a good song. Yeah, it's a great I song. I love that she album. Loves him. So good. <laughs> I mean, that is so crazy when I think about that Jeremy Spoken song. I had no idea. Like, it was so weird when it came out. I like, mm. had no concept of what it even fucking meant. Yeah. I was listening. It was on Mix the other day, and I was like, God. What was it about? Like, suicide. Abu- oh, Didn't that's it, right. Wasn't yeah. it about a kid that, that blew his head off in mm. Jeremy Spoken class today? I think he blew his brains out. Oh, Jesus. In class. Remember? That video was fucking sinister. Wow. It's about suicide. Jesus. Yeah, I used to make out to a suicide song. <laughs> like I had no idea what Ooh. it was even about. Yeah. There was a lot of really macabre shit going on back then with music. Remember that was that silver chair? Remember that silver well, chair how about video? Nirvana rape me. I, how about that? Literally forgot about it until just this moment. Rape me, my friend. Used to dance to it. Jesus used to drink Christ. to it, smoke weed to it. We used to sing along if it was on TikTok now, we'd be singing along to it. What a crazy fucking wild. Who would be the Kurt Cobain of today? Like, what? That was such a big deal. Like, who would it? You can't have that with the internet. They would. Someone would meet to him. They'd find out shit about him. There'd be a dick pic. Yep. People get angry. (laughs) Sure. I mean, he had poor judgment. He dated Courtney Love. He married her, right? But like, when he killed himself, he would have definitely taken pictures of his dick. Who's that big right now? Who's that big of a star? There's so many stars now. Yeah. I think it's we've diluted the pool. And there's so many stars we've never heard of. It used to be like right. there was a star we all knew about. Well, we're old. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the there's problem. There's people that someone, I, I'm like, oh, who's that person? They have 70 million followers. I'm like, yeah. never you heard of Instagram, them. Instagram, you're like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, we're out of the loop. Yeah. I'm, I'm way more out of the loop than you. He's more in the loop than both of us. Do you think that changes in a couple of weeks when they take the follower counts off of like be- people being ha- able to view it? I thought that was only in Australia. It's ha- they're testing it in other countries before they drop it here. How funny is that? It's like their- it's like fucking <laughs> they, they, like they tried drugs out in other countries. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying out the follower count thing. What? That's going to be weird. Wonder what how people going. Why are they doing that? Because they feel like they're doing a disservice to people by having them compete the for follower counts. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you won't be seeing other people's stuff, so it might. That's how a lot of people make then, money. I, I know. Not me. I don't ever do ads on Instagram, but a lot of people I do. I don't either. I bet you get offered to do a ton of shit. A lot, but I say no. Because you just think it's corny. Yeah, I'll do ads for things I like where um, I put it up for free. Yeah. But I've never been Because it's something paid. you believe in. Yeah, like if like someone say, oh, it's a fucking ad. Like maybe it is an ad, but it's not an ad I'm getting paid for. Like if I find something that's cool, you just I'll do it. just put it up. Like this is a badass well, I think that's movie, why people trust is, you so much. I think it helps. And I've, I've been offered a lot of money multiple times to do ads for things on Instagram. And I'm like, look, I do ads on my podcast. Everybody knows it's an ad. Yeah. If I'm doing, I'm not doing that on Instagram. I'm just... That doesn't seem like it makes sense. Like, if someone goes to your Instagram, they want to see cool shit that you're interested in. Yeah. They want to see a picture of something. They want to see a picture of my dog or food or fucking sunset or a mountain or whatever the fuck it is. They don't want to see sneakers that you're selling. Unless it's like, but if it's a friend of mine's sneakers that he's selling, I'll take a picture of that and put it up. But I don't want any money. I think it feels corny, you know? I think for you especially, I think people trust you so much and you're known for telling the truth and not selling out. 
if you had a hashtag ad, everyone was like, what? Like, yeah. it just feels... It's paid ads. Well, it's like your thing. It would just be like, make a good product. <laughs> I'll yeah. post about it. Yeah, I do it for free all the time. Yeah. I, do, I really do. And people I don't even know, if they have something cool, I'll put it up there. Have you ever felt like, oh, fuck, that's a lot of money? No. It's no. not worth it. Because you probably lose in the long run. Yeah. It's like, if I was poor, yeah, I would do it. Mm. Yeah, if I was poor, I'd do it. I did Fear Factor. Fuck, I'll do a lot of <laughs> horror shit. It's not I'm not, not above whoring myself, but I'm not going to whore myself if I have money. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. But that is weird because I wonder how people are going to – a lot of people make money from yeah. putting ads on Instagram. They just delete – it's not related directly to this, but they deleted a bunch of accounts apparently yesterday. Accounts that had up to 13 million followers. Really? Like meme accounts and shit. Deleted the whole account? For there were a couple of reasons they might have done it. Like well, there's a lot the, of meme accounts that steal jokes. For a stealing stuff. A lot. It's a lot. A lot. Crazy. The ones that make money them. off yeah. of it. There was a girl, twats. you saw that girl on, uh, is it Meg Wright, who was calling out that uh, fuck Jerry guy who was just doing comics jokes? Was that his name? Who's Ma- I don't know Meg Wright. Oh, she was a uh, Comic? co- comedy person, yeah, oh. who made comedy Good writer. For her. Yeah, and who was just like connecting the <sighs> comics joke to the meme. And- There's so many that, well, at least they slowed down, like the progress of that fat Jewish guy, that slowed down. He doesn't have nearly the sort of trajectory he used to have, but that was all what he was about. It was just like taking people's shit. Mm hmm. And repurposing it and making a lot of money. And then also like getting on television shows, being interviewed, and not having a fucking talent at all. Just reposting things. I know. I have people DM me all the time. Hey, can I now that everyone's scared? Like, can I use your tweet in my Instagram feed? Now I have to do work to say right. yes so you yeah. can approve. You know, I it's know. just like, but yeah, a lot of people are like curators, I think is yes. what they call it. Is that why they deleted them? I- for I was reading that article. It said that there's like they could have been taking advertising money and not saying it, undercutting yeah. and at a Instagram's advertising deals, reposting people's shit. All they all, that end of the article said that there is no way they can get those accounts back. There's it's like non negotiable. Oh shit! Yeah. So, wow. I don't know. Fuck what off. Did. But so will it basically go? Everyone's gonna have no followers. You won't be able to see. You'll be able to see your account. Like you'll know that so you still I'm gonna, have whatever. Every but. day, I'm gonna post an Instagram photo of my account. Like, <laughs> yeah, people are gonna recognize do that. bitches. <laughs> I post it. Recognize. Maybe it's because like I mean, people are fucking falling off cliffs taking selfies. <laughs> have you seen how it's like the fucking Darwin Awards? But you'll at this still point. be able to see the likes. No. You just won't be able to see your followers. You can't see that either. None oh. of it. You'll be able to see how many likes you have on your photos. Well, but like, I'm gonna post. But you're gonna too, screen yeah. grab it and post every it. Time, I'm gonna my my. What I'll do is I'll post something in the morning, and then three times throughout the day, I'll post it to see which how many likes I got so everybody can see. That's for sure going to happen. <laughs> Such a gangster move. Twitter fuck will be so mad. No, Instagram will be so mad at you. You fuck by posting. Like by showing your like some metrics. Twitter account. Yeah. Oh, that's the move. Post it on my Twitter account. Post it on my Facebook because that's a dumpster. It my is. My Facebook's a dumpster. I just I don't even. Look I don't at even. It. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. dump things over there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yours just connect to it? Like it just mm-hmm. automatically posts. But it's interesting because it it's, it clearly reflects my lack of interaction because like I only have two million Facebook followers. Whereas like everything else is way more. Well, that's than that. the whole engagement yeah. thing now. So there was this. I social media is it's too it's full time job. So I was talking to a bunch of people for, to run my social media, and they're like, "Well, you have to engage people to all to get in the algorithm." Now you have mm. to ask you have to ask questions so that people like you noticed that celebrities for a while kept going like, "So what are you doing this weekend?" Like as I if I just thought they were dumb. <laughs> 
Like, what do you like to cook on, you know, taco night? Like, uh, it was all these, like, insincere questions because they wanted people to answer so they could get into the algorithm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. What's your, I, I read one that said, what's your least favorite chore? <laughs> like, what in the fuck are you? What are you? It's the amount you of- a robot? If you get- Huh. Um, if Girl. you, if you, by the way, the shot of this is so funny because she just looks like a dead body. She's done with us. <laughs> just... She checked out. She was with us for a while. Now her neck. Went oh limp. fuck, she's off. Oh, because I didn't have her on chat because she kept uh... just stealing my thunder and distracting you. Uh, you're back, bitch. There she's back. Good Wake to... up, hooker. Look over here. <laughs> hey, what's up, bitch? Um, I gotta end this. I gotta be at the comedy store in two hours. I know. Fuck. And I gotta go home and hug my kids. <laughs> You have to go parent. <laughs> All right. Uh, Whitney Cummings, your new Netflix special available right fucking now. Don't worry about following me because do followers don't matter go. anymore. <laughs> followers do not matter. Don't like any of her photos. Fuck, Liking no. doesn't mean anything. All right. Bye, everybody. I'm going to go resuscitate this robot. <laughs> 